0: Is that your new thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, this podcast has already been sponsored. So this shit is just no beginning, no music, Brian. There's nothing that needs to be done. Yeah, that's it. Launch. I'm tweeting something right now. (laughs) Ridiculous. Boom. So, have you heard the news? What's that? Uh, Just hoping you knew something interesting to talk about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, (laughs) I'm just... Have you... um, no, whatever
1: dude i uh, i'm addicted to toilets now oh, uh, i I've, toilet. I've been looking all over these japanese toilets that we we experienced in japan and uh i it's funny because it's if you don't know what it is they're heated already and so like when you sit down uh, it's uh it like it feels like somebody else has sat in sat down taking a massive shit before you yeah, like you warm. know what i mean like it's, it's weird warm and, inviting. and then you take a shit and then you push a button there's three buttons like one is like hot water sh- like mi- like a missile getting shot up your ass hot water and it feels really good like i tried to position my asshole like well, there's perfectly three different trying things. to do it. yeah one
0: of them is uh one of them is bidet what? and the bidet is like the the blast of water right. that cleans your butt and then there's a mild spray and then there's a wash it, see, all, all of them seemed
1: pretty good, and it seemed one was a little <laughs> hotter than normal. But, like, I didn't want to do the – it also had an air dryer. I don't know if you noticed that, but I didn't want to sit – wait for the That's air. That's ridiculous. Because that seemed gay, but yet me trying to, like, move that water in my ass for 20 minutes, I think I sat there at, at
0: one point, just trying to – it felt really good. It, just, it does feel good. You don't realize how little attention your asshole gets especially when it comes to pleasure devices. Yeah. In America, we have a problem with that. Like, you can get something that massages your neck, no problem. But to have, like, a warm stream of water that constantly pummels your asshole with love. Right. Just sudsy love. Ah. For us, it, like, seems gross that and, you would clean your asshole that way.
1: And it seems like the more you think about it, it seems like the Japanese people are clean... Not only for yeah. their ass, but the whole city seemed clean.
0: Like, they seemed, like, really clean. Very clean. But just the fact that that technology exists, yeah, everyone should be using it. Why aren't we using yeah, it? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Every home should have one of these. You know, instead of having a big TV, you should have something that really, really cleans your ass. If it came down to that choice, either one, I would say get your ass clean first and save up for a TV.
1: And it wasn't just, like, expensive or rich people.
0: Th- th- like, the, the bathrooms in all the places we went to yeah. had that. Yeah, it's, it's just standard. It's normal. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, they're smart. They, I mean, they figured out a lot of things. You know, they, they're such incredible innovators. I know? love Japan, now. Amazing place. Fascinating place, man. When it comes to like the way they behave and how the how polite they are, it's like for a lot of people, like the vibe of it is so like uh, so like more so much more toned down than America and American behavior. Like for a lot of people, it's like, wow, this place feels really good. It's nice to know that everywhere you go, generally speaking, most people are very polite. Yeah. You know, it's unusual, you know? Yeah. Like even security at the arena, so polite. Amazing. Like, so nice.
1: And one, one weird thing that somebody said to me, I don't want to say who it was, but he, 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 he goes to Japan a lot. And he said, you know, the, the sad thing is, is that if you really wanted to hook up with any girl that you meet here, all you have to do is tell them, like, like you're friends with, like, Lady Gaga, or something like that, and no one lies. Like most people don't lie in Japan, so they're not used to it, and so they'll believe you. Whoa. They automatically believe you. What? And like, he, <laughs> and then he said that That's Hold just on. like like
0: less people lie there. Is, yeah. Is so, that a statistically yeah, provable
1: thing. I, that's what he said. He said that's how the, the they're they are the, that the, those people are that they're, they're very innocent people, and they don't like and they're they're also very pushed over. He said like like he would order something from the front desk, and they're like sorry, you know, the chef went home and stuff like that. He Goes no, I want this. And they're like, uh, okay, uh, can, can you come downstairs and pick it up? And then he will be like, no, you're bringing it to my room. And they're like, what? No. Like it was really weird. Like he was saying, like how how it's kind of sad that that they uh, they how nice they are. And, like, well, who knows what they did, they
0: did to that food before it got up. Oh to the yeah, are such a dickhead. Oh bring, yeah, yeah. They they, 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 they put, put sperm that's how they dried off their assholes. They dried their asshole <laughs> off of the, your fucking food. Yeah.
1: Oof. But it did seem like that it seemed like everywhere you went everyone was just insanely nice like yeah. super innocent and nice and just there were happy. a lot of
0: very polite people there. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, it's an interesting culture you know when you think about what Japan went through for a long time when they had like Ronins and when they were they essentially went through a long period of like civil war. You know, they they went through a lot of crazy shit, and the fact that it's the birthplace of martial arts for the most part, like the the early successful martial arts, the core com, you know the core components of mixed martial arts, uh, three of them come from Japan. Yeah, judo, karate, and jujitsu all come from Japan. I mean, it's really amazing. I mean, that they, fi- they figured out how the science of launching people through the air with their bodies and slamming them on the ground. I mean, judo, for a lot of people who don't, like you've never watched it and don't, don't have an appreciation for it, the watching the intricacies of the moves and people like hoist each other through the fucking air and slam each other on their back, it's amazing to watch. It's a crazy, th- I mean, the really technical thing. That they figured out how to do like all the shit they remember like you'd watch like in an old like uh, Batman movie where a guy could just flip a dude through the air and boom. Well, a, a real judo guy can do that. Right. They, they really can grab if you're wearing like a, a winter coat and you get in an argument with a judo guy <laughs> like you're fucked. That guy's going to hoist you through the air by your jacket and slam you in the head you know it's a, it's a crazy martial art and that emanated from Japan they figured that out they figured out kicking like like all the straight kicks emanated from Japan i believe like karate style kicks you know and the the koreans like revamped a lot of shit and in my opinion made uh, a lot of techniques better they they put a little bit more power to it but you can't deny that karate is like you know one of the core tenets of of martial arts i mean it's a it's a good thing to learn there's a lot of good techniques in karate came from Japan, you know, it's a ama- Jiu Jitsu, you know, what, what originally, you know, became Brazilian Jiu Jitsu started off as, you know, Japanese Judo and Japanese Judo submissions, and it's amazing, all that shit comes from Japan, you know, I mean, people have innovated it and changed it a bit, but the, the core idea of it, trying to figure out how to strangle people on the ground, all that shit came from Japan, all those submissions and arm bars, it's amazing how much shit came from there. Yeah.
1: And yet that they that UFC was kind of interesting. Seeing people that were from Japan that were big in Pride and stuff like that, them fighting Americans and seeing what the outcome was. It was kind of shocking. I was there was a couple that was one of the most amazing UFCs. It was I, an amazing uh, UFC. Yeah.
0: I think yeah, yeah. There was. There was a lot of guys who got the the guy who beat Kid Yamamoto uh, is not from uh, America though. Oh, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'll look up his name because it was important. By the so. way,
1: he the, what's his name Yamamoto? Yeah, he looked like a a video game character. His back and his muscles were insane. That was that. I it think you of Akiyama. Oh, Akiyama. That's right. You racist. <laughs> you racist. <laughs> no, but he looks like a video game character. I was waiting for him to fly, start shooting fireballs out of his hands like Street Fighter
0: yeah um he's a bad motherfucker
1: and he's a bad motherfucker like a musician right he sells out arenas uh-huh. uh, like for his music and stuff have you heard his music
0: yeah well I've, I' watched him sing on a on a YouTube clip and there's like fucking thirty thousand people in there wow. it's nuts it's like boy band type shit really it's amazing dude is amazing. it like that that
1: that fun Japanese like Von yeah Vaughn
0: Lee was the gentleman that fought kid Yamamoto Vaughn Lee was the uh, h- he's not from America He's I believe he's England mm. um, I should probably check that real quick because I don't want to give some country credit for this guy But he submitted kid Yamamoto it was fucking yeah Birmingham Birmingham England yeah. there you go well, Vaughn Lee uh, He submitted kid Yamamoto after it was a wild-ass fucking fight Kid Yamamoto clipped him at one point in time, and he clipped Kid Yamamoto. When Kid Yamamoto clipped him, he, like, stayed real calm and composed, and Kid Yamamoto was, like, jumping all over him, and the kid kept it together. And then uh, uh, Vaughn Lee uh, eventually it went down to the ground, and Vaughn Lee went from a, a triangle to an armbar submission uh, chain, and it was fucking beautiful, man. The way he hit it was, like, it was so tight. And Kid Yamamoto, first of all, he's struggling from the triangle, struggling from the triangle, and the dude just, whap, just flipped it over and switched it, night. Nice. Really got his hips deep into it and finished that's that arm bar. I was like wow that kid is fucking badass And I'd seen him fight one other time in the UFC, but that kid Yamamoto people don't understand what a killer that guy used mm-hmm. to be He was he knocked out. I think it was Kyle Uno and Hoyler Gracie in one night. He knocked out Jesus. both of them So he was a in his prime. He was a beast You know, but I don't know. Maybe it's the I don't know. Either he has declined a bit, or the sport has passed him by. I don't know what it is, but he can't seem to. But the other guy was what thirty
1: four, and he was thirty eight or something like that, or I I mean the age difference.
0: I think he's only thirty four. I think Kid Yamamoto's thirty four, which still leaves him in his athletic prime. Right, like Anderson is thirty seven, I believe. And, you know, Anderson's in fucking absolute his prime. You know, but it's, it's also, like, as you get older, like, the good fighters, the really technical fighters like Anderson, like, they just get better because they're, they're all, everything is based on technique as long as they keep their fitness up and they have good discipline, which Anderson does. You know, like Bernard Hopkins, same same thing. They can compete, like, well, well, well into their 40s where, you know, so Anderson is, like, in his fucking prime right now, in my opinion. 37 years old is not the same as 37 years was just like 10 or 20 years ago. Right. A guy like him is, you know, might take him a little longer to re- to heal from shit, but the way he can move and the way he can perform is pretty fucking prime.
1: More past energy uh uh and like like he get hurt in the past or something like that. What's right? that? Did he get hurt in the past in like a knockout? <laughs> like no,
0: no, he's never been knocked out. He's been uh, he's been stopped in fights by submissions. He um,
1: I tried to say injury, but I couldn't say injury. Yeah, he's
0: he's been <laughs> tapped a couple of times. Once when he's younger in his career, and another time um, by Rio Chonen, one of the most spectacular. Uh, Submission attacks ever he dove on him like pro wrestling style in a flying scissors hold Caught him by the legs took him to the ground and got him in a heel hook like that. It was amazing I mean it's like one of the most Beautiful like almost like it looks fake submission attempts ever and especially Considering he did it on Anderson Silva, you know, so Anderson's he's a human. He's just the best You know he's a human, but he's the best so you didn't
1: re-watch the main the, the, No, I haven't the watched main it yet. Fight. No. Uh, did, it I seems know a lot
0: of people think that uh, Frankie Edgar um, won it three rounds to two rounds. Um, when, when it was over, I was pretty sure that Henderson had probably gotten a decision. But, man, it's hard to tell sometimes what other people are seeing. And uh, I really believe that sometimes the best view is from the monitor, you know, because sometimes I'm, I'm looking up. And, you know, we're, our heads are basically where the fighter's feet are at, you know, and um, we're, we're looking up and it's, I mean, it's the perfect view, really. I mean, it's an amazing fucking place to watch a fight. But to be, like, super critical about a fight, I always wonder if maybe the best way to do it would be to, you know, to to be able to watch the, the television screen, right. you know. I mean, it sounds ridiculous because you want to watch it live, but, like, there's a cage in your way. You know, there's posts in your way sometimes. Like sometimes, because of the, the cage, I miss shit that's like really critical in a fight. Like uh, Roy Nelson took this giant swing at Fabrizio Verdum, and Verdum got his back like that. And I don't know what happened. I don't know how he went. I had to go back and watch it in the, uh, in the replays to see uh, how uh, Fabrizio got his back. Because while it was happening, it all took place behind a pole. So it's like you, you see it happen, and then you got to look down. And by the time you look down, man, Fabrizio is such a fucking ninja. He had taken that guy's back so quickly. It was incredible. And that, that's like one of those fights where you see how legit Roy Nelson is too because Roy Nelson, like, survived having Fabrizio Doom on his back, you know. I also think there should
1: be certain fights where you look at the the final outcome of them, the person themselves. And, you, like, I saw the, the press conference, like, afterwards, and they, there was, like, somebody compared the photos of Henderson and him and, like, you know, after the fight, and just looking at the well, faces, like, you look at, look at that, yeah. that's not,
0: and the fight's still going on here, yeah. and, like, that that looks horrible. I think, you know, there's, there's, here's a thing, there's a thing called fight metric, okay, right. and the fight metric is, uh, you know, the, the idea of, there's a bunch of different versions of it. Kill your fucking cat, dude. Why you got your cat going off? Um, it, there's a bunch of different versions of it. That's not a real cat. We're talking about an electronic cat, in case, <laughs> I have cats, I love my cats. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Completely threw me off. What were we even talking about? Scoring something? <laughs> Scoring
1: like like like. I hope you're Scoring saying something fights. like like like. Damage. If somebody goes like this, like if yes. if I go like this, this counts, right? This is point point yeah. point point point. See, no, I don't think no, that, that it should significant be the
0: same it strikes. The the difference is one guy's significant strikes do not equal the amount of damage done by the other guy's significant strikes. Right. So if one guy is a power puncher and he's landing super clean, and the other guy doesn't hit as hard and he's not quite landing as clean or not quite landing as hard, the guy who hits you harder is the one who's really ultimately winning. Right. And when you look at like how many punches were landed, you know, and how many strikes were landed, man. You know, um, I bet Frankie Edgar landed a lot of solid strikes, but he never seemed to like really rock him. He never. Right. There was one time when he knocked him down with a right hand, but Henderson. That was at the end of the fight where Henderson wound up getting on top, and he was he was pounding on him at the end. Remember? Right. So it was like you know he had done. Oh, I mean, I think that uh, Frankie Edgar had done a lot. It's it. It's conceivable that he you know easily people watching it at home could have thought that he won. Um, just by virtue of the fact that, you know, it's an amazing thing. What he always does, he gets hurt and he comes back and you can't stop the guy's heart. I mean, it's really, uh, you root for the guy. That's absolutely for sure. You know, Frankie Edgar has the biggest heart of any fighter I've ever seen fight ever. That guy has zero quit in him. And there's a lot of people who would have taken their check and fucking, you know, there's a few shots that he's taken where a lot of people would have been like, you know what, I don't think I can go on. But that dude always finds a way to go on, not just go on, but he seems to go after you right after you do that to him, and, and he wants to get you. You know, he's unbelievably competitive, but that other dude did a lot more damage. That's uh, for sure. He that uh, Ben Henderson is a really, really good fighter. It's not just that Ben Henderson was bigger than him. It's Benson Henderson is really good at almost everything. His, his jiu-jitsu's nasty, his wrestling's nasty, he's super strong, he's always in great condition, he can fucking kick like Bruce Lee. That crazy shit he did when Frankie Edwards was grabbing his foot and he jumped up in the air and yeah. swung that foot over his head, that was wild. I mean, that's some Matrix shit. You know, I mean, the only reason, I mean, what would have happened if that thing landed? I mean, Frankie Edgar is so fast. It's hard to catch him with anything like that. I mean, he's just, especially in the early rounds, that dude moves like, you know, he he, he moves like nobody else in the business.
1: I got to sit, uh, have really awesome seats. Thank you so much. I mean, it was so amazing. I got to sit right behind Joe. But one thing I was so amazed by by it was that the photographer, the UFC photographer, that uh, he said, I don't know if he does every single UFC, but just watching him work, like he has like this, yeah. like a camera on both sides. He's just double, like pulling one, like a gun, super yeah, fast. That's Josh and the, the shots he got, like look at that yeah. shot, that is oh, just yeah. fucking amazing. Yeah. that he got that perfect. Yeah. It, I I'm just amazed by his work, uh, just watching him work. And another thing was that that, that it was so quiet in Japan because everyone's being polite, except there was some like. English people here and there that was like screaming and making owl noises and stuff. But it was awesome hearing the fight sounds. That's one thing that that, uh, I think not many people have probably got to experience, but hearing it in Japan where it's super quiet and hearing those punches That was scary almost. That was like monster in the woods because it was like you could feel how horrible that would have felt if that happened to yourself. Well,
0: things are always better when people around you shut the fuck up and just enjoy the things. But most people, when they get to a crowd, they just want to yell and scream. And sometimes that's awesome. Sometimes it enhances a fight when you're around people and everybody's screaming and something crazy's going on. It enhances me when I'm watching a fight and I'm around a bunch of people going, oh, shit. Oh, shit. To me, that's like it makes it crazy. It makes it. you know. So there, there is something to that. Would you prefer
1: it to be quiet like the Japanese style? I think that would be my ideal. It's pretty badass. It is pretty badass. I went
0: to see uh, that band Honey Honey last night. Oh, yeah. How was that? They were awesome. Um, but one of the things that it was I mean they were really They're really You're in love they're with were that really band good. They're really fucking good man So um, One of the things that was weird though Was that it was in a crowd Where uh, you know A bunch of people were sitting around drinking And they're watching music And some people were just having Full on like Yelling conversations with e- Themselves With each other You know While this band was playing And then Then Some songs Everyone would shut the fuck up And it was amazing it was like you know there was some like those really are the good songs. Then. <laughs> b- it's not even that, man. It wasn't that those were the good songs. It was like you just catch them when they're done talking. All oh, right, because people just get tired of talking about shit. Right. but they you know, bands don't seem to mind. Like they seem it seems to be okay to talk in um a, a certain a settings. I'm
1: sure it's just like practice round. You know, that's like they're they like that kind of where they can kind of you know play around a little more than normal. Where in, instead of going like on tour, they. I mean, did you see them in, like, a huge setting? No, no, or? no. It was
0: a really intimate environment. Yeah. It was really intimate. That's it's probably, a, like, they're open yeah. mic, you know? Yeah. I, well, for sure. They, well, I don't think it was an open... I mean, everyone was there to see them. Right. Um, but it was, it was, like, some free show that they were doing, and they had to do it under an assumed name. Oh, it was really? really? Yeah, kind of funky. It was, like, I don't think they have some things in, coming up, so they can't uh. promote it. You know, like, uh, what is that thing up in India? Coachella. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, they, that's what they're on that. So, like, are <laughs> you supposed to probably. say that? No, I forgot. <laughs> what, was I not supposed yeah. to say
1: it? Yeah, they haven't announced it yet.
0: What are you talking about? It's online. I'm kidding. Fuck you. <laughs> How dare you? No one would care anyway. I just got the scoop. Um, yeah, wait, Why? Why, why, would, why is it bad to know about something early? And Holy is, shit, it got out. Yeah, what is it? The is good that? information got out early. Especially in the case of something like that, someone playing insider a trading probably. But they were um, there were some songs where no one talked at all, and you know it was fucking incredible. It was amazing. Live music is so different than live comedy. It's so inspirational. It's so inspirational to go and see something that someone's doing that's completely different than anything that you do, but it's still performing. You know, I, I really enjoy the shit out of it. You I don't get a it. chance to do it. Fuck that. I don't, start taking guitar I lessons. Have no too. time. Come on. I have no time. Stop jujitsu
1: and start doing guitar, and then you don't have to leave your your family. You so just much.
0: want nobody <laughs> to do jujitsu. You want a world where no one, I, no I one know. can protect themselves. Everyone's a big ball of jello. I know
1: someday <laughs> it will happen that you'll We're be like through. Brian. I'm not doing jiu-jitsu anymore. We waddle through life with <laughs> nary a setback. Uh, why? Why would I stop doing jujitsu? Because you like throw your hip out because you're 80 or something,
0: and <laughs> <laughs> be like, Bro, I
1: gotta stop this jujitsu.
0: <laughs> well, I'm when that it. happens, I'll definitely stop. But so, what would you ch- say I would do? I, I don't What am I supposed now. to
1: do after that? I don't remember. I got too yeah, stoned. Dude, that that fucking we before you even got here, he was like, let's smoke, and so we've been smoking, and now I'm just I'm pretty much gone.
0: Yeah, be real with from Cypress Hill, just smoke pot with us. I want to get what him do and Doug
1: Benson together. And just see, like, how that podcast goes.
0: <laughs> <sighs> he seems to handle it really well. Yeah. Be real, dude. I mean, yeah. he just, like, he never, like, fades or gets weird or, you yeah. know. He's a, he's a really nice guy, man. Always been a really nice guy. Just always has a good vibe around him.
1: kind of sexy that he couldn't stay longer because I wanted to hear, yeah. like, I wanted to know. I heard there was some weird stuff with him and Everlast at one point. Oh really? Was yeah. the
0: there? Oh, don't go TMZ and all No, no. I, I think they, I think they're <laughs> friends now. I think this is like old, long yeah, time well ago. Yeah. Well, then don't bring it up. Let uh, people yeah. find out about it online. You know, yeah. who knows? Why, why leave something? You know. Yeah. People still send me negative uh, Mencia shit. Dice got mad. Dice sent me a text. <laughs> Want to read Dice's text? Yeah. Yeah. What, what so, happened there? I'll tell you right now. Not, he's not mad at me. Oh. I love Dice. I, I, Dice is one of those guys. I don't care. How how crazy you say Dice is, you know, and, you know, I don't care how much people say, like, oh, you know, sometimes he's a jerk, you won't take pictures. what listen, in my book there's only a few comedy deities. There's only a few of them. George Carlin's not around, but Dice still is. And it sounds ridiculous, but when I was a kid, man, when 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 Dice Clay first started blowing up, Dice Clay to me was like, you know, I mean it's not the most complicated comedy in the world, but this shit was hilarious. When we were kids, there's no denying the funny that was in, you know, a, a Dice Clay album. You know, those uh those those first ones I w- I listened to them on cassette. God damn, they were good. They were hilarious. They were, you would like stop your car parked and everyone in the car would be fucking howling listening to the cassette. So this is what he says. So I, I this is the first fucking text dice has ever sent me so cocksucker mencia now steals titus for his specials carlos rules <laughs> he has to pay and trust me he will by the way this is dice hope you're doing good
1: <laughs> that's a text that's oh, awesome to me
0: to get a text like that from dice clay that is a fucking honor that to me is an honor that's awesome the first text i ever got from dice club
1: that's really cool you should print it out
0: <laughs> i love that guy when i was a kid man I, I fucking thought that was the funniest shit i'd ever heard in my life and i told you when uh, when we talked about it with um uh who was on which which show was it on when we talked about the dice thing
1: oh uh oh amy schumer. amy schumer yes it was right yeah for sure she's a fan of course she was so cool dude that was one of my favorite podcasts she was amazing
0: and Amy Schumer, we were, t- we were talking about The Day the Laughter Died. Well, right. apparently a lot of people started buying it after we said it. Oh, really? I got so many tweets saying how fucking funny it is. is. If you're like a real comedy fan and you want to see a guy go up and do two hours of just fucking around. I don't have, I'm not trying to make any money off The Day the Laughter Died, but it's a goddamn work of art. Just buy it through Doug.com now. Jesus Brian. <laughs> Jesus Brian. Did your uh, email inform you when you got back that you had been making emails from Japan? No. What are you talking about? Um, I have some sophistication set up behind my email so that it lets me know if somebody hacks into my shit. Oh, so it was just trying to pre-warn you?
1: Oh. I was
0: like, listen, man, someone's tapped into your shit in Japan. I was really off
1: the grid in Japan because I was so scared that, like, that text that you got on your phone that says, like, you know, one megabyte of data is twenty four ninety five. I'm like, oh nope, no data. Turn off data. You yeah. know, I didn't want to use my phone at all. I was scared with text messages. But...
0: It's funny how they can do that. Just charge you a fuckload, as if like what you're doing over there is more expensive. Yeah, it's all the same fucking just network. Don't Jesus. be a cunt. Just process it. Can you guys just <laughs> d- agree? That Put it in the computer. Yeah, can you agree that, oh, well, someone comes over and uses our stuff, what's your rate? Okay, we'll accept your rate, and you just pay what their normal rate is. Not this wacky $5 a fucking megabyte bullshit. Like, what is that? Where are you coming up with that? Nobody's paying that much.
1: Switch to an email-based system where you don't have phone numbers anymore, you just have emails. You know, like, I want to call your email. Whatever you know what I mean like 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 when we go overseas mean, it was like z- it's zero zeros or country yeah. code well, eight the, seven that's four four not the issue
0: the issue is you need a new service provider everywhere you tap in yeah it that's be like that. the issue so what you're, you're saying is that the, it should be one universal be like service Skype. provider for the whole world and that's how we talk to each other like an email Skype is Skype right yeah Gmail I, I chat guess but even then somebody has to provide the backbone for the internet right
1: yeah but it's already done there's already the internet. Yeah, but to
0: be able to, I mean, what you're saying is you want the phone to be like that.
1: It should be based on Wi-Fi. So you're yeah, saying so it should the, go I through. Guess so
0: the internet should be everywhere, and it shouldn't be right. cellular signals anymore.
1: I don't know what I'm saying anymore, Gene. Brian. You're too high. to be No, doing I think this. I, you know what I think. I think it, it, the government should have Wi-Fi towers, and the the that the whole telephone system and everything like that should be based off like a government-based. You know, like there the there shouldn't be AT and T. There shouldn't be. Uh, you know these cell phone servers it should just be all never mind I don't know what I'm digging myself into I know what
0: right you're now. saying I know what you're saying you're saying the communication should all be really simple
1: it's, yeah it, should, it shouldn't yeah. have country codes it shouldn't cost $24 if I'm on one side of this piece of water yeah the, the problem is
0: that you have to have like local people have to profit From the infrastructure, you know, that's set up, right? So the the people that have created it in Japan or, you know, whoever owns wherever you're at, whoever owns the towers that display or that send out the information that you're riding on, that you're roaming on, whoever built that shit and made investments, I can understand why they would want a service fee. Right. I can understand. Like, if you want to come over here and use our internet, you can use it at our rate, plus you have to pay $25. You know, like a 24-hour user's fee. Yeah, but you know? it's, it was so ridiculous. One yeah, megabyte it is, is twenty
1: four ninety five.
0: It is, but I mean, if you pay, if you let people pay at a reasonable rate, and then have that same exchange going on with their company, so that if yeah. someone was over in America and you're from overseas, you know, you can use AT and T, and it won't, you know, be any more ridiculous for you too.
1: Yeah, but it shouldn't be like I accidentally sent you a photo by text message, and it cost right. two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, and then you know somebody <laughs> sent me back one, and it cost one hundred and twenty five, and I couldn't say stop. Right. Don't want to have image. Automatically download. Is
0: that possible that it would cost that much money though? What twenty
1: four ninety five a mega a megabyte a photo is like what three megabytes on an iPhone
0: something like that. it's like one of those Droid phones with the crazy cameras? Yeah, it's something like they that. They have some like eight and ten megapixel camera phones, don't they? Yeah, that's definitely. amazing. That's fucking iPad amazing.
1: three March seventh. I'm not ready.
0: I didn't even use the iPad 2. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I still have the iPad 1. I like the Kindle. You know, I I, use, Kindle? I like laptops or a Kindle. Oh, uh, you know what tired. I like about the Kindle, man? I like the way the paper looks. I don't yeah. like the way it's not glossy. It looks like paper. It's like that technology, I think, is really pretty fucking badass. I don't use the iPad for anything else. Maybe watching TV shows It's good for that. It's good for when you're getting tattooed. Yeah. And you watch TV shows, while you're sitting there, it helps the time go by when someone's drilling in your arm. I like surfing the net on it. I think it's good to surf it. Do you find that there's... A, how many websites do you come across that are Flash-supported that you can't
1: actually? Oh, nowadays, everything's iPad-friendly. Really? Yeah. They have I, I never run into any over. problems with it.
0: Old comedians, I bet. A lot of Flash sites. Yeah.
1: That's a good thing.
0: My shit was always Flash-based. Yeah. I didn't know that Flash was that wonky.
1: Yeah, it's always been kind of wonky. I mean, like, that's the problem. Can they recover? That's the problem with websites. That's what, like, like we, I use, you know, WordPress for most of my shit nowadays because the reason being is it's just got to a point where, like, Chrome would work a certain way with HTML and, like, another browser would work a different way. So you would make a website for somebody and then, and then. Like, different operating systems, like you log on the Windows and then compare it to Mac, it's not the same. Like, shit's all fucked up on the Mac version. So then you have to find out how to fix that. And there's just too many browsers, too many operating systems, there's too many mobile devices that go on the Internet nowadays. It seems like they've almost... Nowadays, you just want the most simplest thing like a WordPress or a blogger or even have it be something else like a Tumblr. You just have your .com link to a Tumblr nowadays. It's just to make it easy. Let somebody else deal with all that fucking cross-platform bullshit of design and stuff. The idea is just to get your message out to people. You know, get your, you know... So you, know, you should have dates. redband.com
0: go to a Tumblr site?
1: That's what I'm almost thinking nowadays. Is
0: Tumblr really that popular? Is that the Tumblr? new thing? Tumblr? is pretty.
1: Out? Yeah, Tumblr... Tumblr probably could be the next Twitter thing. Am I missing out? Yeah, you should. You should, you should, should definitely totally get a Tumblr. Tumblr and I nowadays, write, nowadays your Tumblr just links to Twitter. Sorry.
0: I used to write blog entries. You know, I should if I was going to redo them, I should write them on Twitter. Or I'd write them on Tumblr or something like that. Yeah.
1: That's what I, I think nowadays. It's... Cause I, I I just spent a bunch of money for this like uh, WordPress stuff for Death Squad and you know it's still it's it's buggy it's fucked up like I tried it in like a different browser and it was a little bit off than I wanted I'm like you know this is stupid why if I why do I go to like you know like a a you know livejournal.com or a Facebook it pretty much works exactly the I like, same I like on what
0: all. you say, I like what you're thinking as long as it was set up somewhere where it's preserved. In case, like, Tumblr gets hit with some crazy virus or some bullshit they're and you all, lose, like, all your stuff.
1: They're all backed up so well nowadays. Are they? Yeah, because yeah. it's almost like a reliability that they have But is have it to.
0: possible that you could have it like that where, you know, you would have your site update. Um, when you update your site, it updates your Tumblr as well? Yeah. I, I mean, I think you so should. So you could store it?
1: Yeah, I think like linking it to your Twitter, linking it to your Facebook, make it so you just do it one, but it does separate, you know, branch hmm. off to all the different things. What
0: if um, on when you go to my site, there's two options: one branches you off to the Tumblr, the other branches you off to podcast. No, you can that do that. Be, you that can might do, not be a good a bad idea. No, no, you can do that.
1: You, what all you want your website to be is a pretty much a bookmark for with all your different links. Like here's your Twitter, here's your Tumblr, here's your Yeah, you know, just but have it all be like.
0: I definitely think that I could do something cooler with my website. I know, I need to make it easier to find my old writing. i got to figure out a better you system. You know what you need to do? You need to hire somebody entries. to take
1: all yeah. that shit yeah. and go to a Tumblr and reblog it for yeah. you. you know, I mean, it's but super time-consuming. But
0: you know? is it Tumblr? Is it really that superior? Is it really no, that good to do? Tumblr, you, you, yeah, but you could cut and paste that into four different
1: things. You know, you can cut paste it onto a, your Facebook page. You can cut... Put it on your a Tumblr.
0: You can put, but put is the Tumblr everything? idea the idea that um in doing it like that, where you do it into some big public platform like some MySpace type thing, that you're just going to get a lot more eyes on it? Yeah, more community, definitely more community. And the other option is that it keeps you from having to worry about bullshit. Yeah, exactly. How sites are. Sites are. It. Yeah, because I have uh, sites I go to in Safari, and then I go to them in Chrome. They're yeah. totally different. Yeah, it's, it's just a
1: pain in the ass to maintain that. Especially like, if
0: it has, like, little frames. Yeah. You have to move the frames around. A
1: lot of people spend a lot of money on web designers. They design, like, an awesome website. A year later, there's a new update in Flash. There's a new update in something that throws off the coding a little bit. So you have to have somebody maintain it all the time. It's a pain in the ass. Let somebody else do that. Now, I mean, if it's about getting a blog out... Why, yeah. why not have a community of people like, uh,
0: you know That's smart, but I just don't trust it Someone's gonna hack trust it and it. sell iPads from it <laughs> They can already do that Somebody got hacked Oh, Mike Goldberg got hacked Somebody uh, hacked into his shit and was trying to sell something You said hacked, right? Hacked His Twitter got hacked Mine got hacked too My,
1: Yeah, Mike got hacked so- twice in a row or something like that on Twitter
0: Did he really? Oh: mm-hmm. That's funny Poor guy He gets hacked by his daughter Goldberg's yeah. daughter goes and takes his tweets down.
1: <laughs> really?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. He gets mad at people, man. I told him, don't get mad. They're they're just hating. <laughs> he'll get on there and fight with them. <laughs> you know, Mike Goldberg doesn't want to take any bullshit from people, and you know, he'll he'll get mad. Maybe he's got a cocktail in him. You sons of bitches. He partied a lot with Mike Bo- Goldberg over the weekend. He's a good dude. That Mike a good Goldberg. Guy. He's a very good dude. He's a. Uh, you know, Mike Goldberg's been around sports like his whole fucking life. He's always been around savages, you know? His whole life he's been around like hockey players and animals. It's just a fun guy. It's a yeah. fun guy to be around. Yeah. Japan was a fucking great time, man. That was a really interesting uh, culture. You know what I'm getting sick of, man? How come I can't enjoy something? We are talking about how Brazil was beautiful and amazing, talking about how much I enjoyed Japan. I get these fucking emails from people who go, yeah, you like it so much, will not you fucking move there? I would move there. Not emails, excuse me, Twitter messages. I've gotten only Twitter messages. It's, it's so silly. How come you can't just enjoy certain aspects of another country? I'm not saying that Japan is better than America. I definitely enjoy America more than Japan. There's some things about Japan I didn't like. I didn't like like the fact that I had to cover up my tattoos when I went places. Oh, really? Yeah. When I went to the gym, they made me cover up my tattoos. They actually gave me a shirt to wear. Why is that? A long sleeve shirt. Because they have a Yakuza thing. Jeff Curran, one of the guys who fights for the UFC, said he was on Twitter. He said he was doing squats. And a lady came over and started taping up a tattoo on his leg in the middle of his squatting. She's like wrapping his his tattoo up while he's squatting.
1: Why? What was the reason? Because it's going it. dragons it. are going to come out of it? Or what?
0: No, no. Yeah, it's yakuza. It's gang type shit. Oh, they're worried about organized crime. They're worried about the perceptions In their culture. The tattoos have a very different um, feeling than they do in this culture. And you know, like in their culture, it's if you have like tattoos all over your body like you're you know it's very possible you're connected to the yakuza oh. that's the initial that's originally like the guys who wore the body suits those were like the japanese gangsters so most,
1: so there's no tattoo not all of them. in japan right oh there's
0: definitely tattoo powers because it's and it's not all of them because there's some of them that are you know obviously there's some of them that are artists and some of them that are just young people like tattoos a lot of japanese fighters have tattoos kid Yamamoto has crazy tattoos all over the place You know, it's not, I mean, there's people that fight that social restriction, but you're not allowed to go into uh, public swimming pools. If there's a swimming pool at the hotel, they won't let you get in the water. If you have tattoos, you have to leave. (laughs) If you want to go in the gym, you have to wear a long sleeve shirt. That's Ah, that's just how they are. I mean, I guess in their culture, it just means something different. It means, you know, it's, it's like people don't want to feel uncomfortable. They don't want to go somewhere and have someone, you know, and I kind of see their point. You know, you don't know. You see someone all tattooed up, and that looks kind of creepy. You know, you're there with your kids or something. What if this person's like a an aggressive, angry person? You know, that seems like a weird message to send. You know, that's their perception. I totally understand it. It's, they're so fucking nice there, it doesn't even bother you. I mean, even she, you know, she's like, thank you for understanding. Thank you for understanding. Wow. You know? Yeah. She was very nice about it. She wasn't judgmental. If that had happened, like, in some place, you know, some some fucking weird place, you know, when you, like, you know, if you were in, like, if you had, like, Campbell some. Camel-type place. Yeah. If you had, like, Satan tattooed on your arm. Right. You, went, <laughs> you know, you went to Kentucky and tried to use a gym. Excuse me. We don't allow Satan to work out in this gym. So if you want to come in here and threaten all these people with your Satan tattoo, I could see that happening. Yeah. They would just kick you out and yell at you. But this lady was so nice. Sorry, we have to cover tattoos. It's um, okay. We, uh, we have a shirt for you. I go, you have a shirt for me? Yeah, we will get that shirt for you. I go, well, I could just go back up to my room and put a shirt on, put a long sleeve shirt on. She goes, no, no, what size? And I said, a, a large, extra large, whatever you got. She comes back with a large. I put it on. I had to put it on right there before I could go in. Wow! I had to cover up.
1: That's crazy. I'm glad I didn't bust out my waterfall tattoo. Yeah, I was like,
0: "What the fuck, man? This is weird." You know, it was really weird. Huh? Yeah. Um, but that's their culture. You know, I yeah.
1: mean, you know what was also weird? Like, I went to a couple of the nightclubs. We we went, and and like when the Russians walked in, the Russian women. And (laughs) the Russian women were really popular in Japan. And so these really beautiful, like in a runway kind of beautiful way, like they're slightly weird looking, but you can tell that they're models. Mm -hmm. But they would walk in and immediately this weird energy, like they were up to something or they
0: just seemed evil. Well, it's funny. The Japanese, the Russians have always had some sort of connection in Japan with mixed martial arts. Because the the Japanese uh, always, you know, like when they ran Pride and they always had like badass Russian guys, like Igor of came down. And of course, Fedor came down, Fedor's brother. You know, there's a a bunch of different guys, like badass dudes that came from Russia. It's really funny that like connection of Russia and and Japan, you know, in in mixed martial arts. So when you're out at a, uh, a club and in the model world, the connection between Japan and Russia must be pretty intense as well. Yeah. Those girls are everywhere, right? Yeah, they and it. it was, That's what they like, right? Yeah,
1: it, they they and they seem like I asked a lot about them because every time they would walk in there, all I would st- get the vibe, the same vibe every time I saw them. And I guess you know they they get they come out feeling like they're going to be the next best thing because they come out there to actually be legit models, but then they slowly turn into like. Hookers and stuff <laughs> like that. So, but the, the, allegedly. allegedly, allegedly, but the 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 first batch of them is what you would always see out at the clubs, oh, and wow. it was just weird because I don't know why I think that. I'm just very intimidated by russian women f- kind of freak me out like they're they're very beautiful and they have this weird look or vibe to them there's day. some of them that are very nice yeah oh yeah yeah obviously. I'm
0: just, totally obviously there's some of them that are very ma- nice totally. but there's a lot of people in russia that have lived a hard life right you know and, and people that lived a hard life girls that have seen some shit that maybe you haven't seen and maybe like their perceptions of death and life and crimes yeah. and what you got to do to get by maybe it's different than yours and maybe they happen to be beautiful as well i think it's the beautiful yeah, thing they're beautiful and they grew up in a in a place you know who knows i mean but if a girl's you know essentially a sex worker most likely yeah most likely she did grow up in some really fucked up place you know i mean a lot of these girls that that do become like escorts you know i mean think about that would you imagine if that could you know imagine if that was your daughter imagine if that was your child that grew to become some uh some woman who would uh fly around the world and and
1: yeah it was also weird was the, when you're walking down this one street, I got lost in Japan a lot, by the way, because like you had to do a lot of work or you wanted to work out and stuff. I would like take weird walks because it felt so safe to walk there at night. And one time I walked like
0: four hours the wrong direction and I had, I was completely lost. But yeah, it, you, you went fucking nutty one night, man. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Yeah, you know (laughs) my my thought is always when I come to a place like I better be. uh, I I like watching the fights better. I feel like I'm more focused when I get some fucking sleep. Right. So I forced myself to get some sleep. Yeah. And you were like, well, I'm in Japan. I gotta make this happen. Yeah.
1: And it was weird because the the Every three blocks at this one street was just awesome. It was, I think it was the red light district or something. And every three like steps I would take there would somebody grab me like you want massage huh? massage massage. And so I finally oh. with I went with one of them. I was like, you know what, I'm going to try. I like massages. And what she's saying to me converting in my head was like $40 or something like that. So I was like, I'll take you up on it because you're you're just you know a really hot Asian woman woman. And so like we go up to this weird like room. It was super weird with this curtain. And then she leaves the room, and this older Asian woman comes out. And then I was I got a massage from a really scary Asian woman. And then at the end, this is the first time this ever happened, and she goes, "Oh, you want happy ending?" And I'm like, "No, no, 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 that's okay." And like I had to talk myself out of not getting a happy ending because it was that. I mean, you would think like, yeah, why not? No one's going to know. But it was that
0: uh, creepy of an Asian So you woman. just admitted that you would be down for a happy ending under the right circumstances. No, 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 no. I think that's what you just did. <laughs> Son, you got to be more careful with your words.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. I would never
0: say that. Of course you wouldn't. Why what would you, you want about? a massage on your dick? Because it's not appropriate. Our society does not condone it or allow it, Brian. You Look. can get a massage on your neck. You can get your nose played with. And it's totally legal. You're, you're right. I mean, there's, there's something a, really gay about that. Imagine if there was like a guy and that's what he would do. He'd just rub and kiss your nose. That was, <laughs> his, that, that was his business. You know, some people do neck massages. Some people are into like reflexology. What is that reflexology when they play with your feet? Yeah. It's not really, it's not real, is it? Is that real? I think there's
1: something to it. When they have like the broken yeah, yeah, yeah. down
0: meridians of the foot, is it real? I think,
1: I think that's real. Okay. okay. I don't know, though. But I would say, because I mean, when they play with certain parts of your face, you know, that, that's, you know, Different pressures of your face that's you know you can feel it especially was around the third eye you ever feel that where, where they, they play, play with you your th- face yeah where they take hot oil on your like third eye right here in the middle and they just kind of slowly rub it you can feel the the release of some kind of tension in your head you know
0: hmm what what the fuck do you think that is brian i don't know what you're talking about massage is nice massaging your dick just as nice it's really that simple you know no one wants to look at it that way because you don't want your wife going to some place and getting fingered it was you know? also
1: weird seeing the Africans in Japan because they would be like the people that would work did the streets
0: know? did you know I wanted to say this before I forget because uh, we're talking about going to doctors and getting fingered right you know that is what women used to do what yes the, women, the, the idea of women being hysterical hysterical is connected to like hysterectomy it's connected to your fucking losing your fucking mind because you're not coming a lot of women would go to doctors, this a long time ago, and the doctor would actually manipulate them to orgasm. <gasps> yes, it was a common thing. Common thing. They don't do it anymore? Nope, they don't do it anymore. But w- men Who would see that? these <laughs> o- oppressed, <you> know, <laughs> fucked up sexual women, and the, the, the thing to do scientifically was to stimulate them to orgasm. That's hilarious. Yeah. When did that stop? I don't know. I don't know any of the history on it. Uh, I, I should probably Google it while we're sitting here talking because it's a pretty. Really, I, mean, I should substantiate it because I'm pretty sure it's true. Who was the cock blocker on that, too? I don't know, some fucking, probably some religious guy that wanted to fuck men.
1: Yeah, it was weird. The Africans in Japan were the guys that were like supposed to be the the ass kisser. They come up like, hey, man, come on, come in this bar, man. Come on, you can do it. Come on, you want some weed? And somebody did offer me weed, which I guess is super crazy illegal in Japan. So I was like, no, as much as I want to smoke, I don't feel like going to jail for a year. I guess it was like the minimum of getting weed in Japan.
0: Is it really that much? Yeah,
1: something like that. He was saying this other guy was saying.
0: Yeah, there's a whole book on this subject. The Technology of Orgasm, Hysteria, the Vibrator, and Women's Sexual Satisfaction. It's a John Hopkins study in the history of technology. Yeah, pretty crazy, man. So listen to this. Um, from, from a time of Hippocrates since the 1920s, massaging female patients to orgasm was a staple of medical practice amongst Western physicians in the treatment of hysteria, an ailment once considered both common and chronic in women. Doctors loathed this time-consuming procedure for centuries and, uh... What? Doctors loathed this time-consuming procedure and for centuries relied on midwives. And later they substituted the efficacy of m- mechanical devices, including the electric vibrator invented in the 1880s and the technology of orgasm. Ralph Maines offers a reading, readers a stimulating, surprising, and often humorous account of this hysteria and its treatment throughout the ages. So this has been like, that's like a, a standard treatment for a long time they that's just stopped crazy. doing it what well, it makes sense man just like it makes sense that men need to get jerked off like for women like ideally you would want your husband to do it ideally you'd want your you know your boyfriend your lover whatever you would want that the person that you engage in sex with to get you off but if that's not happening you are probably losing your shit and you, you know you become a a less effective functioning method, um... method or a member of society rather That method of relieving the tension and just the the physical tension of nothing else. That's all it is. There's a physical tension in your body. You manipulate it. Uh, It doesn't mean there's no love involved there. There's nothing. It's just you have a buildup. It's like blowing your nose. Except the doctor's fingering you. I just
1: yeah I think the doctor should, shouldn't do that I would hate that doc- that doctor still
0: to your girl it. yeah yeah that's yeah, why because you, yeah. <laughs> you're not doing would you work would you like that no the, I don't I, like know, I don't want to the doctor wiping my uh, daughter's butt either I want to be able to you know you want to be able to do your job as a parent
1: your girlfriend would be like uh, I'm going to the doctor again you want to be able to do your job as a man
0: you want to be able to do your job as a man if, you go on, if your girl's going to the doctor get her finger banged her little pussy with a, a mechanical device because the doctor's good at it maybe the doctor's hot maybe he's eating her ass while he right. does it Listen, I'm just going to eat your ass. What? I can't believe we're doing this. Is this in the. Are you really supposed to be doing this? I'm just actually pleasing you. That's what my job is. Let me eat your ass. <gasps> okay. Would you be upset if you're like, this is so crazy? I went to the doctor to get my weekly hysteria release. You know, I mean, they recommended it. I have to go, especially since you can't get it up anymore. And while in the middle of the hysteria release, he just starts eating my ass. And I'm like, okay, is this part, I mean, is that cheating? Is that cheating? <laughs> that it's would be not so cheating weird. if he's fingering her. But <laughs> if he starts eating her ass, is that cheating? He's just being a doctor. He said I come quicker when he eats my ass and he doesn't have time to just keep fingering me. If you were really, if you were going to finger someone, the best way to do it is to really just go crazy. What gets her off? Is it eating your asshole? So his he's fingering, he's probably like, who's oh, Mrs., uh. Mrs. Uh, Rockhold I don't know how to bring this up uh, So I'll just be blunt Um, Is there a better way For me to be fingering you here If I eat your asshole do you think you'll come quicker Because my hand's getting tired And there's a lot of people after you in line Have you ever got prune hands from fingering a girl I don't think it happens. I think there's like a, a alien-like, slippery, slimy stuff that's inside the woman's body, and it doesn't interact with your body like water. It happens. Unless your it girls, happens. Unless your girl is pissing on your hands <laughs> no. so much that they prune up. It happens. Yeah. That's because your girl shoots, right? Huh? Doesn't she have that? No, not her. Not her. Blowhole. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if that was normal? If every man and woman had a blowhole in their back and they just shot. Fucking water up in the air everywhere we were. (laughs) You drink water, but you could shoot it up there so that you could do both. You could, like, swim in the ocean, and you could also, like, uh, live on the ground if we had a blowhole. Why would that hurt us? An extra little hole. We could be both. We could be like Aquaman. You know what I mean? Yeah. We could swim around, no problem. We have a shit design. (laughs) You know, this is one of the theories is that human beings actually evolved in the water. It's called the aquatic ape theory. The idea is that we're the only animal that has its babies have so much fat on them. And that uh, some of that might have been so that they were more buoyant, like in case they fell into the water, you could catch them quicker. And like that's like we, we were born with this layer of fat all over us, and eventually we become like a smaller version of ourselves. But chimps, like as they're born, little babies are little muscle-bound little babies. They're not all fat and chubby like our babies. Our babies are all fat and chubby.
1: What if like thousands and thousands, thousands of years ago before caveman, before everything, we were just like really, really fat and just lived in puddles. And so
0: (laughs) we just like, we still talked,
1: like, hey, what's going on? But we just like lay in puddles and we couldn't move because we couldn't walk yet.
0: Well, maybe we found some food that was so awesome that was in the puddles, that was all we needed to do. Right. You know, it just tasted like chocolate cake and it was the best thing for your body. And so it's like the best way to get out it: just eat it all day. And just, we just laid in puddles and ate this (laughs) fungus. (laughs) <laughs> this chocolate cake fungus to taste it awesome.
1: What a creepy visual! Yeah, what like, a creepy like a visual. Pink Floyd visual.
0: You know what really creeped me out the other day, man? I was watching something on volcanoes, and uh, you know they were showing all the, the different towns. Apparently, they have discovered a whole volcanic, um, uh, like a uh, an entire forest. I believe it's in China, under uh, under a volcano, like hundreds of millions of years old. And they're gonna like dig down into this and this and like a whole like forests had been covered by volcanic ash and shit. They're sort of just discovering it and unpiecing it now. Mm-hmm. And you, you realize when you see shit like that, that at any point in time, these, these giant natural disasters that have happened so many times over the history of the planet, like we haven't got that wired yet. We don't know when they're coming. We don't know what, what to do when they hit or if we can do anything. Like the big ones, like the super volcanoes and the shifting of the polar ice caps, like all that stuff's coming. Like that's how the planet works. Like it—it it, it almost seems like it's designed that way. Like there's a little reset button that goes on. You can only play the game for so long, and then bam, time's up. Next civilization. You know, you got to bring in the next people to play the game. You know, I mean, it almost really—could se- you imagine? I mean, if that's what civilization is, I mean, really, realistically, humans in this form, how long have they been around? How long have monkeys been around? How many millions of years? Let's just get crazy and just say, 65 million years ago when the dinosaurs got hit by that big meteor, let's say there was no monkeys back then, because I'm pretty sure there weren't. So just in 65 million years, which is nothing, all this shit has happened. You know, all this shit has happened. Who knows this couldn't have happened? What if this happened already? What if the, the whole thing had been started from the beginning to the end? People had uh, figured things out. There was you know, uh, an advanced civilization, and it got hit by a fucking meteor, and then it had to start all over again from scratch. From scratch with amoebas and things that survive at the bottom of the sea to eventually intelligent life. How many times could that happen in the course of a sun? You know, All that shit's possible. We, this could end for us at any moment. Any moment, boom, the sky turns bright. And that's the end because a hypernova a couple million light years away blew up on us.
1: God damn i was I was kind of scared flying back I I, I I kept on falling asleep and then waking up thinking uh about we were flying over the ocean. Yeah. that was the first time I ever flew over the ocean and that really if you think about it while you're flying over the ocean, it's really
0: creepy to think about like sure. well, a, you were sober too yeah well, you were actually a little drunk still from the night before. yeah 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 I was definitely barely drunk. but not you're not really you yeah seemed, I know when you're hammered but
1: but it was like I was. Th- thinking like if there was an emergency landing you needed oh, to get Jesus. You, you there's no emergency there was no landing, emergency landing. Ocean, dude and
0: yeah. then i was thinking about like how, how you, are they gonna even get you by uh, the way yeah th- that's the thing if something goes down the middle, middle of the ocean they don't send in a plane to land and go get it okay they have to bring in boats so or fishermen to get, some, to get the sharks so to some, get your body out of them. some boat yeah that's somewhere near you where it happened they send that out Fuck that. Fuck that indeed. But what are you going to do? Are you going to stay home? Or are you I don't know. Fly to Japan. Don't, don't think of it down. when you're flying yeah. in the ocean. I kept on thinking about it. I couldn't stop thinking about it. It was freaking me out. do that. Yeah, it's, uh, our f- forms of transportation are quite frightening when you think about what happens when they go wrong. But what's really fascinating is what does the future hold? You know, 200 years ago, when people were first putting together railroads, they would have never, ever believed that we could get to the point we are today. 200 years ago before there was no cars 200 years ago, right? In 1811, there was no cars. So imagine that, imagine that amount of time and imagine what has taken place. And now think about what that amount of time in the future is going to hold. We're going mean, to – it's going to be like – people miss. If you don't get there, you just splatter into a fucking billion particles and, and blow off in the wind. That's what's going to happen. We're going to make like some sort of a Star Trek replica thing where you beam yourself places, and shit's going to go wrong sometimes. There's going to be like terrorists that set up mirrors so that as you try to beam yourself up, it fucking scatters your your essence all throughout the universe. You know? Who knows? Who knows what kind of crazy time travel teleportation – shit that's going they're going to be able to figure out as far as like uh, travel I think in the it's next gonna, 200 years i
1: think it's going to have something to do with traveling back from japan to la back and forth so many times until you start going back in time more and more and more <laughs> that's
0: silly <laughs> how how weird is that though like we relive the same morning twice do you that think is so weird. it is pretty crazy but do you think that at a certain point in time when, you know, if they've, because I know they've done things with particles where they've managed to teleport particles, From but I don't quite understand that shit. I, I don't understand if they're, I, I don't know what's really going on there, but you gotta assume that if they could figure out a way to transport anything, anything, even an email, even the idea that something's going through a fucking. Going through a Wi-Fi network in space, it's in the air and it lands in your fucking laptop and you're just sitting there wirelessly connected to, you know, to, to the universe and then something comes in, a, a big file, a big piece of information. You know, the fact that you can do that, you, you start thinking about what if you could figure out a way to break a person down to ones and zeros. You know, what if you could break a person down to a program? If you commit to being a program in our internet, we offer you a lifelong creative adventure. You can decide what you want to do with your life. You'll be living online, and your consciousness will be in the hand of trusted engineers that were responsible for such amazing movies as Lord of the Rings and King Kong. <laughs> you, can just have, you can just sign up for this shit, and as long as your credit holds out, they just connect you and your essence to a computer, and they, they throw you into a computer simulation. And you're just a, a plug in the wall. We already like are. Like the Matrix. Is We're that possible? We already are. What is that guy's name? Um, the guy who uh, decided he was going to give up. Joe. Biden? No, 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 In the Matrix. He he was a very famous, like he was always in those gangster movies. Joey Pants. Joe Pantalone. You know you know who I'm talking about? No. Very good actor. Anyway, he was, he's the one who was in the Matrix and he decided that he was gonna uh give up and he was gonna join the other side. He was like one of the good guys, one of the parts of the resistance, but he couldn't he couldn't hack it anymore. Right. He's getting tired of it. So he's gonna give up Morpheus and he was gonna and they were like in a restaurant with him and he's eating steak and he was like telling him that he wants to be like a good looking guy, like an important person, maybe a movie star. Oh, you right, 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 you right. Remember that? Right, yeah, yeah. That was pretty wild. Yeah. Cuz you know there'd be people like that if that really if that became oh, totally. if that really presented itself, like here's what you can do. You can either continue what you're doing or be the baddest motherfucker in the world in the matrix and you won't be able to discern whether it's real or not. A lot of people would take that. Yeah. What a what a weird choice and a real possibility. You know, when you stop and think about what an incredible movie that was that that movie presented this idea You know, and the 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 fact that as technology moves forward, that might one day become a possibility. Some sort of a computer neuro interface that projects a created reality into your own head and hijacks all your senses and has all your senses feeling and smelling and has your dick getting hard and you really think you're fucking. You think everything's going on. You're the king of the goddamn world. You're Conan the Barbarian. You're slaying dragons. You never even die. Every time you want to win, you win and you're just fucking bitches everywhere over the bodies of your enemies.
1: It probably is going to be something like that. We're going to wake up from the program and go, oh, yeah, we started this program a long time ago. You know, we're we're somewhere else and we're like, oh, we forgot. We're just in a buggy version. Yeah. You you know, like like when you wake up from like getting anesthesia or something like that and you're like, wait, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, I had the operation. I I was knocked out. But what if we wake up from life like that where we're like, oh, yeah, I started this program, this life program hack on my phone.
0: Somebody just knock on the door.
1: No, that was car accident.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> um, this is what I was going to talk about at the very beginning of the podcast, but I went, oh, no. Uh, let's get some time in before I oh, talk about okay. this. There's a, uh, a fighter, apparently, that's on this season of The Ultimate Fighter that uh, allegedly they're saying was in uh, gay porn. What? Yeah.
1: Are you allowed to talk about this?
0: I don't know. I don't know if it's real. I don't know. <laughs> um, hold on. Fighter on Ulta. I won't even say his name because I don't know if it is real. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but what I will say is, um, I'll say two things. One, who gives a shit? Jesus Christ, as long as he's not raping anybody. Right. You know? I mean, if the dude's gay and he just sticks to what it is, is his training and fighting. Well, there is something different we're
1: rolling around with some guy that's only if he's fucking porn. Fucked? No,
0: because I've rolled with women and it's never been sexual in any way, yeah, shape, but or form.
1: Not porn stars. Have you rolled with porn stars? No, but it I rolled
0: with I've rolled with pretty girls before. There's been a few times. And you know what, man? First of all, you got to be careful because if they're good, like you roll with yeah, like, porn like is Misha pretty. or someone like that or Ronda Rousey, like they'll fucking strangle you like a dude will too. Like you got to watch your P's and Q's. But it's never, you know, it's never that. It's always, it's always rolling, you know. Anybody who's rolling is rolling. Nobody's rolling grinding their dick on you. If they are, they're getting choked out. That, that just shit doesn't last. <laughs>
1: you just don't want to think that. Do Ew.
0: It? Yeah, you don't. <laughs> you don't <laughs> you don't but i know i've rolled with gay guys absolutely 100% for sure there's uh, more than one i've rolled with more than one gay guy guys who are openly gay i've rolled with guys who I, i'm pretty sure were gay you know it's not, it's just who gives a fuck Have you as ever rolled long as you? the person not as long as the person not inappropriate with you or they don't they don't douche on you but same lay with men and women together man can you imagine if men and women shared one fucking locker room everywhere in life you know and women just had to deal with guys douching on them have you ever rolled with somebody and their bone was really hard and you felt it the whole time? No. <laughs> just push back on it just to set up a submission. You know, well, you got to distract him with your butthole. Just rub. You can feel the tip of the cock. You have to develop a, a feeling for the tip of the cock. You got to know how far you can push him before he's actually raping you. <laughs> you feel it on your back. No. And you're like, oh, that's definitely But you got to think, man, if you're a gay guy and you were, you know, really into like fighting for your, your, bu- your boy pussy... If you want to fight for your boy, boy pussy, you want, you want to go do battle, and then fuck a guy. Take him down, mount him, take his back, and then just get in that extra hook. Yeah, Some dudes, that's what they're looking for. As long, listen, as long as any guy doesn't do that. As long as you don't go raping other guys you're training with, you know. But Probably the was thing is, though, jiu-jitsu. the thing that I wonder, you know, I don't know if the guy actually did this, which is why I'm not saying anything. But I would wonder if he was honest about it if anybody asked I would assume that that's like a part of a contract right yeah you're like there's certain stuff that we don't want you to have done you know you, you never I think you need to say it
1: at least at least do you think yeah I, I do because well, I would not want to roll with somebody that used to do gay porn that's my personal choice Why is that?
0: But, but it's okay if you roll with a guy who because, had, because when you're rolling who you're, was gay who had gay sex is that okay
1: I don't know. No, I don't think so. Really? Because I, I, I think when you're, that's the last, I don't, I don't think. That's the last frontier? That's the last frontier. <laughs> the,
0: your asshole's the last of the Mohicans. Right.
1: I think it's the same way. as like when you when you get pulled over from a girl cop, you get a, or a guy cop, and you're a girl, and you need to be pat down, you need, they have to get a girl cop. Same mm-hmm. reason. I don't want fucking no. you to be rolling your dick on no, me if no, you no, like no, that. No, 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 no.
0: That's different because in that situation, <laughs> you have to be subservient. In that situation where a cop is there, the, like, you have to stand still while the cop s- essentially molests you. Like, that's why people have a hard time with that. I don't know, though. But it's really interesting because, um, you, you know, I mean, do, do men have that same option? Like, if a woman, like, no. Men don't have, like, a, a woman can't pat a man down. Is that true? I don't think they can, right? A uh-huh. man has to pat a man down. Right. Is it correct? Right. So, what, you can't, like, be humiliated by a woman either. Right. I hmm. think I think so. I think. Yeah. Unless you Cause the, uh, ask nice I don't think men can pat women down, but I do know that there was one crazy video online where a woman got arrested for something. Turned out to be totally innocent, by the way. And these cops were uh, giving her a strip search, and she's fucking screaming. Whole, and she really did nothing. And it's, it's uh, the craziest video to watch. The cops just fucked up and went way too far with it. But they, they held this girl down and, like, strip searched her. And it turned out she did nothing, man. It was just all fucked up. It was just... Just they just told her to do it. She wouldn't, and then it got out of hand. And then you know when people think that they're they're being disrespected or their their authority is not being you know re- accurately uh, re- represented, you know they'll they'll step in and take things to a, a horrible place. And that's what I think probably happened. But it's a, it's a terrible thing to watch because you watch it and think that could be my sister. You know, that could be my my mom, that could be my wife, that could, you know, and these these guys are holding her down for now. She's not a fucking terrorist. Like, what are you doing, man? Why are you holding her down and strip searching her? Look, this is what you do. Just place her in a room and ask her some questions for a few minutes before you fucking check inside her asshole for bombs. You know, how about you do that? And then you would find out, oh, this is a big mistake. Someone's fucked up. Okay, you're not a danger to society, ma'am. Is there someone that can drive you home? Sorry. We didn't have to look inside your butthole at all. So there was just a big mistake. I mean, that's what they do, dude. They, they, they check your naked body. For a woman, that's so humiliating to be in a room with men. They're holding you down. They're checking your naked body. I mean, essentially, that's like a rape of power move. I mean, it really is. You know that's not a dangerous woman. She's not shooting anybody. She's not trying to blow up the fucking world. She's just some lady. And Whether she's drunk or crazy or what, you don't have to be stripping her down like that. That's nuts. But you give people the option, give, give people the ability to do that. People get out of hand. That's why tasers are fucked up. Tasers are great if every cop was awesome. But every cop's not awesome. So the the idea that you're just randomly giving tasers to all these dudes and some of them. I've seen some of the moves where people taser people. I've seen some of the shit that happens. And it's fucking wrong, man. And it's assault. And it's a crime. And they should take the fucking tasers away from those guys, and they should lose their jobs.
1: Yeah, but what if it's like taser versus gun, where in most instances, those people probably got shot
0: by a gun. Listen, if a cop is in any sort of a situation where a guy is threatening to him, then the guy should get tased. Absolutely. If they're in any situation where it looks like the guy is trying to physically harm them, and they can taser that guy, fuck yeah. That's not what I'm talking about, man. I'm talking about people that have bad days and just taser people. But you, you, know, don't, there's you don't think a lot they of that.
1: totally take it off
0: completely? No, okay. no it's a it good it weapon for honest cops. Right. But the problem is there's too many people that use it just because they get pissed off or they want immediate respect. You know, there's guys that get out of control with any kind of fucking, any piece of power, anything, whether they're your landlord or your boss or a cop or anything. There's certain dudes that just cannot handle where they get to be the guy in control. They can't handle it. They go on ego trips. They're not satisfied enough with their own life. Well, most of them can. You know, you just got to figure out a way to weed out the shithead cops. And well, then taser would be awesome.
1: Wow, I'm looking at photos of that guy that you were talking about, the gay guy. Is he, that, is is he hot? Him fucking guys. And Whoa, and hey, like he there. <laughs> Allegedly. Think, this allegedly, could all be a big be, Photoshop yeah. scandal. It could be a big Photoshop scandal for sure. That's crazy. I say,
0: who cares, man? It gives you extra motivation to not let that guy beat your ass. That's what I say. Oh, I say, God. good for him, man. But... You know... Um, don't
1: ever talk shit on I him. I
0: wonder, you know, what's <laughs> going to happen as far as, like, sponsors and shit. Like, what if that guy's... Uh, that would be interesting to see if, like, sponsors got homophobic and didn't want to sponsor when he was having fights. You know, that would be kind of interesting. You know? They've never had that in the female side either, have they? they ever had a female porn star who turned out that she was, like, a lesbian porn star and she was fucking bitches up? <laughs> uh, have they ever had that? I don't think that,
1: so. What's that one di- girl with the penis? Uh, China? China, did she do that? She didn't do MMA. No, but she? she did
0: WWF, didn't she? Then she did porn afterwards. Oh, I thought it was...
1: Oh, never mind, you're right.
0: Yeah, she's doing some porn, so if you feel like beating off that that, go right ahead. You That's go, crazy. You can go get that. I think it was um like a, like like a high-end movie too, right? Like a Vivid or something like that, right? Probably. Yeah, yeah. Something along those lines, I think. Deep Inside China or some shit. You know, it's always <sighs> some silly name. Deep in China. <laughs> yeah, but she never, she <laughs> never had a, MMA fights. I don't know. I don't think she was a lesbian either.
1: Panda XX Express. Yeah.
0: She became a porn star after her success as a wrestler. It's fucking hard business, man, getting thrown around like that. There's probably very few jobs out there that tax your body like a pro wrestler. You watch those dudes fucking slamming chairs into each other and shit like, holy fuck. That does not look fun. That I looks know. like, that's fucking nutty, man. Yeah, brother. All those dudes have, like, fake hips now and fucking disc, repair discs and, you know, like like Hulk Hogan, that poor guy. He's had a whole bunch of surgeries. He's just, just the size of him you would think it would be difficult to live life. Like, the weight, just walking around with all that. He's enormous. Like, people don't realize how big Hulk Hogan is. That's a fucking giant man. I met him, the first time I ever met him, dude, he had cowboy boots on. He was out in front of uh, the cigar. There's like a Havana room in Beverly Hills. I guess he was uh, into cigars. And I passed by him on the street. And, dude, he's a f- fucking mountain of a man. Just carrying all that weight around. It's got to be brutal on your, on your back and your, your knees. Not, never mind people throwing you through the fucking air.
1: No, thank you.
0: Huge in Japan, by the way. Pro wrestling's enormous. Still, yeah. Ariel Helwani was going to hang out with us one night, but before he went out, he wanted to go and oh, check yeah, out right. some uh, some uh, pro wrestling thing. And by the time he came out, I was already asleep. But it was the um, like local pro wrestling. They're like really into this like like crazy wild pro wrestling style. And they have American MMA fighters come over and do matches. Like they had Tim Sylvia had a match with Jerome LeBanner. They have a pro wrestling match. And it's almost like they're really fighting choreographed fights, but they have to eat shots. Like Jerome Labana, like kicked Tim Sylvia in the stomach. Like it's like real shit, man. They're really hitting each other too. Not full blast, but enough so you're like, holy shit, this is like, this is hard stuff. And they use like real submission holds. You know, it's pretty wild. Like a lot of the guys that do like pro wrestling also fight. It's kind of crazy. Like, that's where I guess Sakuraba, who's one of the fam- most famous Japanese mixed martial artists ever, he actually has a roots. His roots are in pro wrestling, you know, just but he could really fight, you know. So he would do all that, you know, choreograph shit, but he could do it to you if he wanted to as well, you know. Do you think Rampage is done? No, I think he had a knee injury, apparently. Apparently, his doctor had told him not to fight. Like, you know, people want to poo-poo this and you you don't know. You know, people like would say, oh, he just pussied out, he pussied out, it looked like he just wanted to get a paycheck. I heard a lot of different things like that, and I, I disagree entirely. I think he, uh, he was in a situation where he wanted to put on a great show. I know that it was like, super important for him to fight in Japan. So if he fought, regardless of the fact that he hurt his knee like that, you know, and you look at how he, I mean, all the pieces point to that. He was 211 pounds at weigh-in, so that means something was wrong that he couldn't train. Something was wrong and that's why he couldn't cut the weight because you need to do it. When you're cutting a lot of weight like Rampage, he's going down from like 230 sometimes. And when you're doing that, you've got to do that over uh, a period of time where you're really smart about your calorie intake and you're really smart about the amount of cardio you do. And you, you know, you gotta, you, There's a lot of getting in shape. There's, that's a big part of that. You know, sometimes guys, when they come in heavy, the camp becomes more about losing the weight than it does about improving skills and that's why like guys like Anthony Johnson they they'll do better actually and they look better when they go up a weight class you know in my opinion because then all of a sudden they're not cutting nearly as much and now they get to focus their entire training camp on actual skills but that said you know it's it's um you know it's a it's it's an open debate you know there's uh, different people know how to do it better than other people do it's uh you know the, the the idea of you know one person having it figured out universally for every person who competes that's never going to happen you know it's wild watching fights in Japan though, is not it? I loved it. So I really want history. to go back
1: there. I I really like I'm thinking about like going back soon. Yeah. Just just to Well, there's so much where we
0: were at like where the fights took place at the Saitama Super Arena. Mm-hmm. There's so much history there, man. That place was like the place for all these fucking huge pride events, man. Just like the biggest, most historic ones ever. Like most of them went down there. There were some amazing fights that took place there. Like, if you're, like, a, a martial arts historian, like, I'm, I'm, not a, I'm a geek, you know, I'm a martial arts geek, but, you know, like, g- going back and, like, looking at old Prides and shit when Noguera was on top, I still watch those to this day. I still watch, like, to me, that's like, you know, they're, they're like movies that, like, are welcome old movies to watch. Like, it's a work of art that I'm looking at, you know, when I watch, like, some of the old Pride fights. They were fucking awesome. They were so fun. You know, so to be there in that place where all those fights went down, I was like, "Holy shit! This is a part of like, to me, like one of the my favorite things to to watch and be a part of mixed martial arts. This is like a historical event to me. You know, this is like, holy shit! Like we're in the Saitama Super Arena in Japan where it all went down. You know, so it was it, was, it had a definitely an extra charge because of that
1: it's really cool how that arena actually expands yeah. like it make you can make
0: it bigger or smaller yeah, the floor and comes the f- up too Yeah, the floor, the floor can up. rise the uh, the sides expand yeah it's like super fucking high tech man
1: it's also weird seeing all the animation like I had said like look keep your eye out for the yeah. animation there's animation everywhere and it was like everywhere everywhere like,
0: everywhere you look there was little cartoons yeah well you should say cartoons on animation because yeah, animation yeah, is anima- motion yeah, but, right. m- but everywhere where people have businesses they have like a cartoon Pickle yeah you know that runs their Business or a kitty cat or a, you know A, a lot fox. of cats
1: a lot of cats
0: bears like teddy bears like that run your in you know you know your your company's represented by a big smiley teddy bear yeah and even Weird. like the
1: description on the toilet like you know should like a kid
0: like reaching
1: in there and it, there would be like this cartoon
0: of the character crying and yeah. stuff. yeah <laughs> and the cartoon telling you not to like stick your mouth on the toilet seat yeah. where the water comes out they don't want anybody hovering their head over and just Drink. drinking the shit water oh god yeah because who knows i mean if you take a giant dump on the jets just some monster dump. You know, maybe some of that shit still sticks to the little little hose. It doesn't quite got it all off. And then your kids in there drinking it out of it like a fountain and they get some horrible disease do like also have w- your poop in their mouth.
1: It's also weird seeing the the Starbucks cups. So like everything was smaller in Japan. Like the, the yeah. venti iced coffee in America, you know, is like I don't know. It's like a size it's of twenty a, ounces. Twenty ounces. Yeah, there uh, the venti was a small. What uh, what what we have is a small here.
0: The venti coffee is just fucking crank. You might as well just go take crank. You get a venti Starbucks. Somebody yeah. might as well just give you a line. I don't even. I get trenta. I get Trent to add shots what? every day. What? Every Trenta, single day. So Trent is 30 ounces of iced coffee and with shots Two, two shots usually uh, Dude, every day. You're like numb to caffeine, huh? Yeah, I just
1: do that once and that wastes me right the fuck up. And I don't like that groggy part of the morning. I want to be like
0: awake. I want to be able to drink a beverage and be like, all right, I'm good. You go know go. what you should do? Just Work out, man. Yep, perform <laughs> a series of exercises. Force yourself to do chin-ups push-ups and bodyweight squats every morning you'll wake right the fuck up do some jiu-jitsu with a gay guy you don't have to do jiu-jitsu with gay guys (laughs) (laughs) trust me you just do a little bit of 30 minutes jiu-jitsu with a gay guy you're right awake make sure you keep your base make sure you don't let him take you back
1: i kept on thinking oh wait we already talked about this never mind what (laughs) never mind well tell me no i don't want to say it now what are you scared of um that was really cool having that dude from House of Pain in there. I, my friends all growing up were just huge House of Pain fans. That's all they listened to nonstop and smoked weed. Like he's very connected with the, the weed uh, uh What are you, th- you talking, talking about? Real. Everlast? I'm sorry. I'm sorry I meant Be Real. Oh, what did I say? Everlast You said House of Pain. Oh. You meant Cypress Hill. Cypress Hill, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, you silly fuck. They're not the same. you racist. I get those, I get them confused too. are racist. A lot. I get them. Why do you get them confused?
1: confused? I don't know. They just same timeline where they kind of came out the same time they kind (laughs) of had they used to have kind of the same sounds you know like I used to mix them up a lot I've done
0: that before with Blink 182 and someone else I forget who the other band was Uh, Green Day they're all together to me. <laughs> Just yeah. the names. I don't know what it was. Obviously, I know they have totally different music, but the names. Every now and then, for whatever reason, you have a, a misfire in your brain, and you've connected someone with the wrong person for like a couple of months, right? And then you have to relearn it. And when you relearn it, sometimes it doesn't take. You're like, wait a minute, huh? Okay. Oh yeah, that's the, oh, that's the other band. That's the other band. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: What's the other band that or the band that used to sing out? Uh, take me past the breakers. Watch the. Ru- oh the, yeah. Uh,
0: we can live beside Without the ocean. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, I'm fucking dying over here. <laughs> they were great. That was yeah. that song Santa Monica. Dun, dun, dun. Everclear. Dun, dun,
1: everclear. I got him yeah. that mixed up with Everlast Alive.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I could see how that would happen. Yeah. That guy had some badass fucking music, though. I love that guy. Where is that guy?
1: I don't know. He bleached his
0: hair a lot, though. Yeah. I wonder if he still bleaches it. He probably overdosed on pussy. That song was too good for a man like that. He's <laughs> out there with that fucking awesome song in the world. You know, out of nowhere, boom, a tsunami of hot pussy comes at you because of your wonderful music. Probably couldn't handle it. Yeah. Who could blame the fella? That's what I always assume. When anything happens and a dude uh, gets off track, you know, like someone who you really used to enjoy and they get off track, you always feel like it's some Jan Michael Vincent tsunami of pussy. I just threw him off track. <laughs> you know, just partied way too hard. Got way too fucked up. You know, that's the argument that the people that are in counseling and in rehabilitation for alcohol and drugs, that's the argument that these people will always use. It's the people that fall apart. It's the people that take whatever and just blow their fucking heads out. What they're missing is how many people are making life so much more Interesting. Can you imagine how much less interesting life would be if you were sober all the time? Do you not understand? Like, there's some people that have never had a a drunk fuck with their ex-girlfriend where you're like 23 years old and you text her in the middle of the night and she responds. And you're like, what are you doing, you dirty bitch? And she responds back, "I'm waiting for you to come over here and fuck me." And you're like, "Oh shit, it's on!" Oh. And you go there, and you're like, you know, you've probably been broken up for a long time. You never expected to fuck her, and on top of it, she's just as drunk as you. And you just and this doesn't mean anything. No, it doesn't mean nothing. This it's not mean we're getting back together. Nope, nope. We're just doing this, right? And boom, you don't do that without being drunk. That's one of the most beautiful moments in life. And you don't even get there without being drunk. Because if you're not drunk, then you go, listen, she's just not for what I'm looking for right now. And even though my emotions are telling me to go visit her, my rational mind is saying, this is just, this is not a smart move. I got to just move on. I got to be positive. I got to get my shit done. You have a couple shots of Jack Daniels. You start fucking thinking crazy. You have a tequila. You want to do one more with tequila? I'm not scared. And that fourth tequila hits. Boom. Let me just text this bitch real quick. Do you know how many people would not have that moment if it wasn't for alcohol? So how could you say just because a few people die, the rest of us shouldn't live awesome lives? (laughs) (laughs) Flavored by alcohol, you know? A lot of the fun shit that happens is flavored by alcohol people need to accept it's a great drug it's not the best no it's not but it's good for a lot of shit and it makes things fun sometimes it definitely opens up
1: doors that you normally wouldn't open because you're whatever reason that's why you're dancing having a
0: fucking great time too by the way dancing having a great time you know laughing your ass off high-fiving your friends you know hammered it's not bad it's not bad you got to be careful of your health Okay, You've got to drink a lot of water. you got to make sure you don't do it too often. You don't want to jolt your system. You want to give yourself plenty of time to recover. Take your vitamins. But every now and then, don't be a pussy. Have a drink. Come on, man. Just a little shoddy poo here or there. Shoddy poo. It's I, one of the things that I always respected about Anthony Bourdain. Quit heroin. Didn't quit booze.
1: I blacked out in Japan every night I was there, I think. <laughs> I, I fucking... <laughs> yeah, that last night, I went super deep.
0: I got discipline, son. I know how to use it. I know when it's not time for me to get drunk.
1: I was doing the robot in a packed nightclub in Japan just because I knew <laughs> no one would say
0: shit to me. <laughs> but it was nice. Yeah. I uh, my my time was so I was so fucked up. Like we just got in f- for folks who don't realize yeah. we got in yesterday. I'm We're feeling it this time. It. Oh, I, yeah. I
1: I didn't feel it going there, but oh, yeah. I, f- I feel it coming back. Like I so yesterday I just couldn't. I woke up today at 7 a.m
0: yeah it's completely confusing. your yeah. brain is like, What is going down here? It takes you know what's help, what helps <coughs> melatonin melatonin is great for resetting you it's uh it's a natural thing it's natural, but don 't go to dubai with it because you go oh, to dubai the with sleeping been arrested the sleeping for thing. It. thing yeah well it 's a, a natural supplement right i don 't know how they make it i say i'm saying it's a natural supplement as if I'd fucking looked into it deeply, but quite I, honestly i've just used I it I use green tea extract well that has caffeine in it, Brian. <laughs> Are you serious?
1: For relaxation, do you really not for sleeping?
0: But okay, you relax with caffeine. You just drink so much caffeine. The caffeine that's in <laughs> green tea like can't fuck with the shit that you get from a thirty ounce Starbucks not green tea blast extract. Of lava. What's it
1: called? It's not green tea. It's the uh, it's the other one. It's uh not some leaf tea? some leaf green leaf extra
0: what? you don't even know what you take, you just grab things and barely stay awake and just take them. I buy my shit on Amazon, I just keep on rebuying it. Have you ever thought of getting on like Adderall or some shit just to see if it's for you? Adderall No,
1: I don't think I need that. Well, I'll I might be- need it a little bit, but i I've tried Adderall before and it
0: just was it just felt like cocaine to me, really Yeah, it didn't help anything. <laughs> If you went to a doctor, though, I bet they'd give it to you. Yeah, but
1: see, you've you, you experienced me mostly super stoned out of your, my <laughs> mind.
0: Like, retarded stone. <laughs> I just smoke like, I don't know how much weed. Well, we had to. We had to hold up. I mean, when you're with We B- had to represent. <laughs> we, we were having a podcast with B-Real from Cypress Hill. I love B-Real. He's, he's, he, and we had classic stoner conversation, talking about s- things that scared the fuck out of us, talking about uh, crazy animals in other countries. Where are you going, fella? Oh, well, you just got up in the middle of us talking. Didn't even say, I'm going to go get some water. So for folks who are tuning into this, and like, what happened to the other part of the podcast? The Be Real podcast accidentally got onto Red Band's channel. You know, no big deal. He just fucked up. Again, but it's all right. And um, it, so it's, but it's totally going to be available. It just, you you can't watch it live, obviously, because it's over. Ah! But it'll be available on the UStream page, and it'll also be available on the Vimeo page, which is uh, whatever it is. What is it? Vimeo slash com. Joe Rogan. Yeah, rah- Joe Rogan. R- rah- R- rah- R- rah- Just go to your website. That's where you find all the yeah. videos and yeah, go to, m- to Joe Rogan You can find everything. We hung out with the starter and owner, and I mean, what is he? He's the founder of UStream. Yeah, he was cool. Yeah, Brad was cool. So nice, and Ohio State Buckeye. Yeah, very good dude. He was. He was. He was. Fun guy to hang out with. Wish we had more time to hang out with him. He was cool. Wish I had more time. We'll meet him again. You think so? Yeah. Wow, that'd be
1: awesome.
0: He also. I don't want to say that. What you, oh, yeah, yeah. What? Secrets? No.
1: You want to smoke some weed from this new bong?
0: No, I'm scared. That's the that, uh, jet pipe thing? Yeah. Why would you want more weed right now? Well, that doesn't even make sense unless you're trying to do sh- some product endorsement I type this, thing. The, they, they, they were nice to, to
1: send it well just tell it
0: everybody it. about it then the jet water pipe this is a
1: jet a bong that these two guys or I think two guys are friends and they decided to start a company and so they made this we talked about before they made like a a, Tys, a, a Dyson vacuum cleaner type. Like meaning, they just engineered it really well, and like when you hit it, you don't take pull it; you like push it down. Well, what it is is you so, don't
0: have to put your finger over a hole anymore. They've well, eliminated I mean, that. The they figured out a way to do it like mechanically with a little spring. The only question that I had was that the bowl was made out of uh, what is that stuff? What is the stuff that bowls made out of? I don't know. It's interesting. It looks like it's acrylic, right? It's something weird.
1: Yeah, I would yeah. say acrylic.
0: Well, is that okay to light on fire and smoke? Because I, I would wonder. I'm sure I mean, they I probably figured that out. I, I would hope, but I don't know. You know, you never know. And the, other, the other question would be, if it, they didn't, would it po- be possible to make something that would fit in there that was made out of glass? Well, you wouldn't have that issue. Yeah. Because somebody brought that up. I didn't even think about it. Somebody brought it up on the message board. Why would that
1: uh why would acrylic be bad to light though? <laughs> it's
0: plastic. Or, why would it be good to right. breathe melted plastic?
1: Well, I don't think it melts. I, well, I think that's the point of what Maybe
0: not, but what if it gets some sort of a chemical residue on your marijuana? Is that possible? I don't. I think I'm it is. I'm sure they wouldn't choose that if it was. I would you I would say they wouldn't either, but you know, sometimes it takes a long time before people find out that things do fucked up things to them. Like uh for instance, it took them a while before they figured out that if you have um Plastic bottles of water, and they are in the sun that it actually can. Are you like doing that on camera so that you? Uh, so what? I so got you a license. they so look cool. No, I, so ju- I was I just showing the
1: the release thing. Oh. So I didn't have to pull out the pipe like a, m- a,
0: a normal bong. What he's saying for the folks that are only listening to this on audio is that it's got some sort of a thing on the bottom where you can clear out the whole bong by hitting a little. You pull you down like a down, little, yeah. little lever. But I um I mean I would assume that if it if if sun and bottled water, if the, the plastic can il- emit chemicals and then it gets in your bottled water when you leave it in the sun, then I would think that if you're heating up weed over some plastic or acrylic, whatever, I mean, is it technically plastic? I guess it is. I right? don't even you know what it is. I don't know what it is either, but I would think that that's not good. I didn't even oh, think it, of it until somebody it By the way, out.
1: the company on their website says that. Uh, that the the bowl is ceramic coated and it works fine with the... And you could also have 14-millimeter oh, glass on glass attachments. So that it, oh. they, they tell you that the, the size of the attachment. You could actually put glass attachments on there if you wanted to use. Problem solved.
0: There you go. Yeah, I would think that glass would be the way to do it because you know the glass is not going to melt. Give you yeah. some residue. Isn't it amazing that they make glass with fucking heat? Think yeah. about how goddamn hot it has to be. You know, when was the last time you saw glass melt because you had a, a candle over it, you know? It would be hot as fuck to melt glass. Oh, and
1: I was thinking about the amino acid found in green tea earlier that
0: I take. It's
1: i, I- theanine, uh, Oh, I- so it's an extract. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's what I was thinking. I never heard of that. But melatonin, apparently, there was a woman, I think she was an executive of Brillstein Gray, something like that, some big like production company or something like that. And she was uh, going over to Dubai for business, and she got arrested for having melatonin in her suitcase, like they viewed melatonin as a drug. Hm. And another guy got arrested because there was some sort of an issue um with his visa, so they made him take a drug test and he tested positive for poppy seeds because he had a bagel, a poppy seed bagel, and that's testing positive for heroin. Yeah. Like poppy and heroin. Like you can you can yeah. be arrested a lot for of eating people have, poppy seeds yeah. and having it in Yeah, You your have system. to
1: eat a lot, like like the this I forget sure. the lady who got it, some Olympic chick, I think. Uh, where she ate, like, two or three bagels a day or something like that, and that's why she came up for that. I think
0: that's true, Brian. I think the new sophisticated tests...
1: Well, this was, like, 10 years ago when this happened. Yeah,
0: okay, okay. But uh, anyway, whatever it happened, this guy got in trouble for a poppy seed bagel. And then another guy got arrested because he had a particle of weed stuck to the bottom of his shoe, and they detected it, some Rastafarian-looking dude, and they, they uh, arrested him. Like, they do not fuck around in some countries when it comes to their drug laws. So don't be going over there with melatonin.
1: Isn't it weird that like we t- don't take off our shoes? Like We walk around, we step on shit, we step on weed, we step on needles, we step on everything. Then we go and step on our carpet, and then we have our kids climb on that carpet with no f- nothing on it. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's why Japanese take off their shoes in their houses. They're smarter. They're in their houses. But meanwhile, they're all walking
0: around with masks on. Yeah, and that's smarter. Is it? Yeah. No. Do you know why? Remember? Yeah. Yeah. But was, trees, For folks who don't know, because they, they weren't there with us. Um, they planted a lot, of, according to our driver. This is, and we've done no outside research whatsoever. But he said the reason why all these people were wearing surgical masks, a big part of it, was hay fever that they got from cedar allergies, like hay fever, cedar, cedar, some sort of a cedar allergy, and that cedar trees were introduced to Japan after World War II, and 30%, as many as 30% of Japanese people are allergic to cedar.
1: And that's because they burn in in the war, they burned down in their houses, and, the, you know, the big fire of Japan, and they had to rebuild all their houses. So I think they they... Planted those trees to because they had so many houses to to rebuild to make and
0: people are allergic yeah. to cedar. It's yeah. really crazy.
1: And the, also, it was because uh, they also feel that like if you have a cold, like if you are going to work sneezing a little, that you should wear one. That's yeah. your responsibility, and it's it's uh, it's rude if you sneeze without one of these on. So that's why it's weird walking around. It's like probably thirty or forty percent of the people look like it. they just had those masks on. It's, oh yeah, it there it's was a, weird.
0: It's very different than us. They're like, again, their culture is like you have to take care of your own shit and you're much more polite. We saw no homeless people whatsoever.
1: Yeah. None. Zero. It was really interesting. And the cops are on these little stations and they just sit at a desk like a help desk. Like kind of like I don't, when you go to a mall and they have like that little desk where you can you know that's kind of like I got lost at one one point and I wasted went to this cop and he drew me a map. He spoke no English. I spoke no Japanese and he knew what I was trying to do and sent me to the wrong hotel and I walked two extra miles. But uh, he still spent the time to draw me a map to the wrong hotel at least.
0: Yeah, no, they're super helpful. It's different. Why don't you fucking move down there then? <laughs> I would. I would move to Japan. Yeah, you want you want gay fighters and you want to live in. Japan, go be gay in japan
1: we met a lot of podcast fans that lived in japan which yeah was we so did awesome. It's
0: crazy yeah a lot of people that came to the fights yeah that's one of the coolest things about the podcast it's available everywhere it's free get it. it's not you know not to it's not a reach we, we make it as available as possible i'm so glad that we did that because it totally turned out to be the right move my, my mom know?
1: saw me on tv my mom was flipping through the channels and just happened to saw catch me on the fights in the audience on like spike or, or not fx what is it on now? Yeah, FX. Yeah, FX. And she, my mom's like, holy shit, that's Brian right on the TV. And so sh- she watched me. But what was so funny is how quiet it was. And just, uh, one of the fans go, Red Band. And it was like everybody could hear it in the whole place. And he goes, Olive Garden. <laughs> and the whole th- everyone heard that. That's how quiet it was.
0: You yeah, it would, it was. but you don't really you, – you could not imagine if you've never been to a Japanese sporting event how quiet it can be while the fight is going on, how respectful they are. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. I, I lo- do, would you do you want to go back to Japan? I, I would... do, but I like Brazil too, man. Brazil, they go nuts, man. That's live. wild too. I don't know, man. Brazil was fun. People were very nice. The food was fantastic. People were really fun and friendly. It was a total opposite as far as like the outgoingness. People were very outgoing and uh, although very friendly as well in Brazil, just much more uh, outgoing and loud and having fun, and laughing a lot. It's, I might have more fun in Brazil than in Japan. Well, I'm on Team Japan, so. <laughs> so. Well, I, I, you know, <laughs> Brazil—they're not going to make you cover up your tattoos if you want to go swimming. You know I, what I'm saying? They're can. more laid back. That's more my kind of place. But Although Japan was amazing you know but uh, overall look overall one of the things about traveling one of the things that I find out when I come back is America is the shit yeah what a great place to live there's so much cool stuff here as far as like cool like bands to see cool art to see cool comics to see cool movies everywhere you go by the way they're fucking American movies that are dubbed over in other countries I mean in Japan we went to the movie theater it was like four out of five movies were American movies that had been dubbed over in Japanese and all the posters
1: were slightly changed like like the Mission Impossible poster looks slightly changed. Yeah, I think that, a to make it look bit. more yeah. like
0: he was Japanese and stuff. Uh, it was awesome. Well, it, it was a little bit in the shadows yeah. a little bit, but look, it's it's, <laughs> it's fucking awesome. <laughs> awesome awesome <laughs> love hanging it. out there. I love no it. no doubt, but America's my favorite fucking country ever. Dang. Even though it's fucked up and corrupt and filled with cunts at the very top, what it embodies as far as like what we're capable of producing, you know, America produces some fucking fun shit. A lot of fun art, man. Like, like, like I told you when I see when I saw Honey Honey last night, I was like, God damn! This is like a they're like such an American badass creative band. But it's it's so like the style is so American. You know, there's so many good parts of this country. You know, as far as like as like stand up comedy goes, and it's like you know movies and artwork. Stop that, Brian. <laughs> but we're run by cunts. <laughs> It's like you got to figure Records out a way pricing. to balance that out. I wonder if that's the only way you can get so many crazy, wild, creative people in a spot. You have to have it be run like cunts, and the the cunts that run it they suppress everybody, and every then the art just blossoms out of that suppression, left and right. Because when I go to a place like Japan, that's so polite and so nice, and they so they're so disciplined, and I'm like, man, yeah, but. When was the last time, you know, you saw, like, how many people are lining up for Japanese stand-up comedy? I mean, is it, is it really popular all over the world? You know, is there, like, master Japanese m- m- musicians that we don't know about? You know, I mean, is, why is it everywhere we're going, we're listening to American music? Is it that the way to get really popular, really exciting artwork is to suppress the the, the youth... Early on so they're fighting against it and that's where rock and roll comes from rebellion and that's where the the truth that very few people would have the balls to say is that where it comes from does it come from fighting against someone who's suppressing you and does it not come naturally when everybody is respectful like the Japanese I don't know I'm just asking I'm just trying to be like a social scientist checking this all out but it is fascinating when you see like there's no way of making a Joey Diaz in Japan you know what I'm saying that would be kinda of cool to see though. <laughs> Where'd you g- like the Japanese, see Japanese it? Joey Diaz <laughs> here, Cocksucker? Yeah. Hi, 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 hi. Hi, hi my left nut, <laughs> dick. Listen. Where's the weed? I don't care if it's illegal down here, cocksucker. I know you got it. Hi. No it's 2012. Nobody surviving without weed dog. Nobody. Not any spot in the globe. Hi, hi, hi. 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 So polite. Hi. <laughs> hey. As polite as possible. I'm here to help you.
1: That would be funny if he went to a different sounding high, like his voice got really high. Hi, 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 as it
0: goes on. <laughs> yeah, that really sucks that Joey can't go to other countries because of his record when he's young. Can you imagine him you in know? Japan? That would be well, so amazing. Well, I would amazing. like to bring him to England. They would never have him in England, and they, they can't. They wouldn't have him in uh, Canada. No way. Canada is really strict. Right. You know, Canada is like a boat over a sea of douchebags. I mean, and again, ladies and gentlemen of America, I just told you how much I love America. America's not all douchebags. It's a small percentage, but there's a lot of us. So if there's 300 million people and 10% of the people are douchebags, do the math. That's a lot of goddamn douchebags. You know, would you want that bubbling underneath you, sneaking across the borders to fuck your women, light things on fire, then sneak back over in the night? No. Got to check out people's fucking records. And anybody even remotely shady. Canada's like, nah, we're good. We're good. Drunk driving. Nah, nah, nah. We're good. I only did it once. <laughs> yep, that's okay. Bye. Bye. Go back home. Get out of here. You, you did, you're, you're a crazy person. You're affiliated with crazy activity. You fucked something up. Too bad we couldn't do comedy in Japan. Would have been fascinating, but we might have got arrested. <laughs> when we started talking about flinging loads on the hotel, they are like, hey, you? Hey. Which hotel are you staying? <laughs> you know, you talk. All the people would be thinking, like, "Oh my God, what if I'm staying in the hotel With this guy's flinging loads in the walls?" Right? Yeah. I so Spider-Man maybe they, did they would Japan. arrest you. Would arrest you. Don't say that, Brian. Oh, really? You're, no, you're, I'm responsible for you. Spider- I'm taking care of your fucking hotel room. It's under my <clears> credit card. <throat> Don't go around saying that you defiled. Okay. Well, you make it clear that you didn't. Because it goes I out on the internet.
1: D- I definitely did not Spider Man okay, in
0: Japan. Don't ever do that. No, you're staying with me I don't want to get arrested Some curse. maid Walks in at the exact moment And she has her eye open When your load falls From the ceiling And she doesn't expect it And it drops right in her eye And she oh, gets eye aids A treat Yeah A treat for my face She gets some eye aids From your dirty rotten cum uh. Six hour cum long dead sperms how long does sperms live outside the body i don't know but can i need you to find it, that can that you out. shoot a load on a girl's tits and could she stuff it in her pussy and get pregnant yeah see could i always wondered about that
1: like there was definitely times where like in the past where like i would have sex and then we need like, to find that out like i would like take off the condom and just throw it on the ground or something like that Uh-oh. and then i, I thought it, like hey, i just left her house what if she took that com and she wanted a baby so much that she just like Start stuffing it in her pussy in I my know name.
0: a girl who did that really yeah it was a, a sister of a girl that I knew yeah she <sighs> actually did that she saved the condom and she uh, she tried to stuff it back inside of her body That's after he left. So, yeah, how long does it last? She stuffed it back, in, and she told her sister. She stuffed it in her, in her body after the guy left.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: Um, how long does sperm live after ejaculation? Let's find out, shall we? It says, the lifespan of a sperm after ejaculation depends on environmental conditions. Sperm ejaculated into a woman's vagina can live in a woman's reproductive tract for up to five days, or perhaps even five longer. Days. Mm-hmm. Fertilization is possible as long as the sperm remains alive. I need sperm to make a phone call real quick. Sperm ejaculated outside the body may only survive minutes to a few hours. May survive only minutes to a few hours. So, if you got some crazy Survivor Man sperm. They might be able to last for hours, and she could scoop it out of her condom and stuff it in her box, and then you got a baby, whether you like it or not. All she needs is a turkey baster. Stick it up in her little twat, and (laughs) and that's it. So you got to tie up your sperm. You know what you should do? You should have a sacrifice. You should bring lighter fluid every, every time you fuck so it would be such a badass move. After you fuck a girl, you pull the condom off, you tie it at the end, you throw it in the sink, you throw lighter fluid on it, and you poof, throw a match on it. You walk away with your back to it. <laughs> or tie it in the, and tie it, in the
1: condom and just bite it and burst it in your mouth. No, you got to
0: turn your back like that scene in Wolverine we blew up the car behind him. Explosion like the Fear Factor demos where they had me like standing there, there's an explosion behind me. I'm okay. supposed to look like no big deal, there's just an explosion behind me. Dun, dun, dun. I part of one of the things that I was doing when I was um, uh, doing those uh, promos, I was doing a couple of them. I was thinking, God, I can't wait because if this show gets canceled, I have so much new material. My God, it's one of the reasons why I can't wait for two things. One, I can't wait until uh, I start my new special. Because uh I'm on April twentieth in Atlanta, I'm gonna I've decided I'm gonna do that um um my my special. That's, cool. That's where I'm gonna film it. Yeah. Should be fun. And when uh I decided that, I decided well, as soon as Fear Factors officially fucking totally absolutely when, is it con- con-
1: when will you know it when i think completed. it
0: is i think uh, i've gotten an email from them saying that it is but i don't know if i can talk shit about it yet i don't know you if probably can't can. <laughs> probably have like a three-year clause or i don't know right i have now. to find out and it wouldn't be shit i mean negative shit but it would be uh there's some so many interesting things to talk about it, there was, it was a fascinating thing to do mm. That this this was the, one of the, the weirder seasons. Like while, while I was doing a lot of things, I was like, wow, I can't wait to talk about this. This one's this is fucking nuts, behind the scene nuts, all of it just weird. Just a fucking weird gig, man. To do it again after five years was so surreal. And if it's not canceled, or if it's not canceled, I am going to be forced to do more of them. You know, I'd be happy just to have everybody back together and, and do a show that I think some people liked. But if it doesn't do it, I'm happy with that, too. I, I actually, it's, even though it's a great job, it's still a job. Like, there's such a difference between doing a podcast, doing stand-up comedy, and doing the UFC, and then going and doing a job. You know, when you go and do a job, it's like, it's awesome to have this job. Like, holy shit, what a great job. But, man, there's nothing like living a life where you just follow your passions, and like one of the things I started realizing when I started doing Factor, I was like, damn, I already had it nailed. I already had it where I was like everything I was doing I enjoyed. I wasn't really working. I was just – my time was committed to doing all this cool stuff. But in fact, none of it was working, you know. Although, I, you know, I take my job at the UFC very seriously, and I, it's an honor to work there, and I love calling fights. And I, don't even, I don't even like other sports. That's how much I love doing it. It's still – When, when, when I get there and do it, it never feels like work. Never. It's, it's like, there's never a moment when like a fight's about to begin where I wish I was somewhere else. It's so fucking fun and crazy, you know? So to be able to do that, that's a job. And then stand up comedy, same thing. I mean, how much fun is stand up? You know, it's that you're doing it now. You, you know what it's like. It's fun as hell. The, the act of making people laugh, you're making them feel better. You're making them happy. You're giving them, like, a charge of good energy, you know? And I'm addicted to it, too. There's nothing more fun than watching, like, your friends kill and you're fucking howling at some new bit. And you're like, oh, shit, did you hear his new bit? Like, Duncan fucking floored me. I don't want to say the bit. I don't want to say the bit because I, I want people to see it this weekend. I don't want to even give up the premise because it's one of those when you start giving up the premise, you give up a lot of the power of the joke. But goddamn, I heard it and I was like, holy fuck, that's good. I love comedy. It's the most fun fucking thing. It really is. We're so lucky. It makes you wonder if we're in the Matrix. It makes you wonder. You know, Maybe we're like Joey Pants and we just made some fucking crazy deal to have, all right, I want to work, but I want everything to be cool. Everything I do is going to be fun. No, no, no jobs that suck. It's impossible for everybody to do that, though. That's a real problem. You can't have a society based on everybody doing awesome shit unless what everybody's awesome shit varies, right? Like some people, it's got to be awesome to work at In-N-Out Burger. You know what I mean? Or no, right? Because that's like part of the process of becoming Whoever the fuck you want to become, you have to go through some shit menial jobs kind of understand what labor is really like. Or find,
1: it, <clears throat> or find out what you want to do. Yeah. I think that was, that's more of it. Like, I grew up most of my life, like, what do I want to do, really? Like, I, I like to draw. That's all I like. to. Right. You know, that's
0: all I can say. You know. Uh. I have to thank a fucking high school art teacher for being a douchebag. Because if it wasn't for him being a douchebag, I probably never would have became a, a fighter or a comic. You know, I wanted to be an artist. But my, my high school art teacher yeah, was but re- clam. but imagine.
1: Imagine rewinding your life and you living your life as an artist. You, What if you were like a, a badass, crazy artist? I would have
0: enjoyed it. Just as, Look, I think I would have enjoyed life, period. But I definitely would have. I think one of the most important things for me, for my, my body type, my brain type, is to find some exertion, martial arts, something where I physically exert myself, yoga, something where I I, I figure out something to center my body. The only thing that I would ever worry about doing something like – you know, uh, being an artist is that you're, you're sitting at a desk a lot of hours. You're all upside down. No. <laughs> Stop it. I feel it when I write. When I write for like uh, a couple days in a row when I'm like working on some shit, you know, I feel like after sitting in front of a computer for a long period of time, I feel super uncomfortable. My neck starts fucking cracking. I start yeah. moving and popping shit. Just not healthy. Yeah. You remember when we were coming back and we were looking at these guys at, uh, in L.A.? When you land... You know, there's the TSA. They have a goddamn laboratory out where they're checking your food. You know, the the, the contrast between the way they are in Japan and the way they are in America is really stark. It's really obvious. They had, like, microscopes and shit and beakers and refrigerators. And, I mean, it was really nuts. They yeah. were they were testing things and pulling people's s- strawberries apart, chopping them up and throwing them into some fucking blender, yeah. pouring things on them. I don't know if it was a blender. I think it was, like, some kind of light
1: that they were seeing how it reacts to, like, a light to see if there's any growth on something. or Yeah, something. there was a little of that. They,
0: they, were, they poured weird. a solution on it, too. I don't yeah. know what the solution was. But, you know, everybody's, like, super suspicious. Like, they're, they, they opened up up every little piece of all these little people's luggage you know and it was always people for they looked uh, you know like smaller brownish sort of people they looked like you know they came from somewhere like South America maybe or Mexico or something like that or Miami or could be Miami Miami they're tall and tan they're not as as compact, these were like compact, like working people, yeah. and they were checking their fruit. You know, they wanted to bring home some goddamn fruit, but I don't think you're allowed to. Yeah, they were cutting the fruit up and looking at every single piece. It was so weird. It's just so weird that we have fucking. I mean, it's important, I guess, because the rest of the world's kind of wacky. You know, there's a lot of spots that, like we were talking about Africa earlier, and you know, any part of the world that's in turmoil right now. There's, you know, you gotta you gotta check, make sure you're allowing good people to come over here. You don't want a bunch of fucking nutbags come over here and ruin. What we've got, which is pretty sweet. But, man, what a stark contrast it is to Japan. Japan, they're so happy to see you. Hello, hello. You're like, yeah, I'm not a criminal. You're right, I'm just coming here to work. Thank you. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, my papers are in order. No, I don't, I don't have any fruit. Come on, man. Ha, ha, ha. Have a good day. Everybody's super nice. Why don't you go move there and suck all their dicks then? Peace sign. Bro fucking love it. I want to go back. That flight's motherfucker, oh, Remember, Oh, m- remember, <laughs> g- remember tea, milk, or what did I drink? Oh, yeah, milk tea. <laughs> milk tea. Don't yeah, get milk just grab- tea. He grabbed something that looked like Thai iced coffee. Yeah. Thai iced coffee is delicious. Great. yeah, delicious. And it looked like that. It looked like this is probably like a chocolatey, delicious sort of coffee, sweet. Oh. No, was ass. Yeah. What did I say it tastes like? It tastes like straight up mulch or something. No, no, yeah, I don't yeah. Know. I it tastes like <laughs> leaves. Oh, 100% leaf. <laughs> 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 um remember when uh, we went and got sushi we had like the freshest most radioactive sushi oh, no so demand. good it was delicious. I like think at
1: first we were like all scared. Like, don't eat fruits yeah. and vegetables. And we're like, yeah, let's I not got do that. that and I
0: was like, listen, man, I'm just eating whatever the yeah. fuck I eat. Yeah. I take some potassium iodine and I'll be
1: good. He showed us also that our driver showed us that Tokyo Tower is crooked at the very top. It was crooked
0: from the Yeah. Uh, well, there's wires earthquake. to support it because the earthquake started falling over. So they had to support it with wires. So, really, yeah, it's pretty fucking crazy. The earthquake moved that thing. Yeah, they have a lot of earthquakes there. That is something that they have to deal with in Tokyo and Mount Fuji. You know what Brian where? Callen told me? May or may not be true. What Brian Callen told me it totally makes sense that the reason why they had they used to have paper houses there is because they have so many monsoons and typhoons that you didn't want your fucking house falling on you and killing you in the middle of the night. Wow, really? Yeah, because they had no accurate way of predicting the weather. So what they would do is they would just create very light houses. So if you get hit in the head with some balsa wood and paper, you are going to live, and that wakes you up, you know, and then you are like, oh, we got to get out of here. And then you, you know, go to an underground location or some shit. Is
1: that why Japanese girls, like, have sex? Like, hey ee, ee, ee. Because how do you, you know, know because how because they Japanese have <laughs>
0: girls have sex? <laughs> From
1: porno. But because, mm. because, like, because the walls are so thin. They had to sound like chipmunks or something outside
0: because you would hear people have sex. I was you know? in my hotel room and I was flipping through the channels. And it was v- really interesting because it was all Japanese television. And, but there was English menus. And one of the, one of the menu items said pay. So I said, all right, well, this is either how to pay my hotel bill or it's movies. And so I click on pay, and it immediately opens up with a dude with an anonymous mask banging a chick, and everything below the hips is blurry. Like, you can't see her, her pussy. You can't see his dick. There's just a mass of blurriness there, and he's just like he's like hitting it, but he's He's not hitting it like he's got a big dick. He's hitting it like he's got a little dick. So he's hitting it hard, but the strokes are super small. But he was just right. like this, and he had a mask on. So he has this mask on, and, he's, and like, that's pay. And that was on my bill. I saw that was on my bill. Pay. Pay movie. Yeah. What? I I paid for that. I didn't know what it was. I, I thought I would get a menu. When I went when I go through the menu and it says, you know, here's your options. This, this, oh, pay. That's I thought, oh well, maybe there's some good <laughs> movies you have to pay for. So I could, it doesn't say adult. That's it just hilarious. says. Pay. Yeah. So uh I wound up watching this guy with an anonymous. How long mask was on. it on? I only watched it for a few seconds before I come all over myself that's screaming hilarious. like a fucking Apache on a war path. <laughs> <laughs> I, I watched it. I set the TV at an angle, and I set the bidet on, and I just beat off and hit the ceiling. No, I, I only watched it for. I wasn't looking for that. Get that on the internet. Why would I watch their crappy That's porn? So stupid. So crappy. It was terrible. They couldn't. You couldn't. You're not allowed to look at pussies. It's like somehow or another, they, yeah. somebody tricked them into thinking that the thing that you want to look at is bad. But you can know what they're doing. But it has to be all blurry down there. Like, wait a minute. Pixelation. I mean, was pixelation the green light for pornography? Didn't they have pornography before pixelation was available? What did they do? Did they just never focus on the pussy? Did one girl not like the way her pussy looked and she talked some fucking emperor into making it so it's a law? You can't see a girl's pussy? I think is, it's just disrespectful. Is it? Or yeah. is it dudes that are really ashamed of their tiny little dicks? And so they just want it all know. blurred out. It could be magic. It could be giant. You're right. You know what I did watch this weekend? It was pretty giant. What? The, oh, I saw the Kim Kardashian sex tape. Somebody put it up on the message board. Oh, I'd actually you, never seen it before. Oh, that's great. I never watched it. It's pretty powerful. Well, what's powerful is the size of that guy's cock. Holy shit. Yeah, because she that, really got fucked in it. That that's what I like man, about it. That him. young man has a goddamn weapon. Yeah. He's got a big dick. But she wasn't doing such a good job of sucking it. She's mostly hands. Well, who so it's cares like about trickery. that? It's mostly trickery. It's mostly trickery. Why do you like blowjob videos? Too? Why do you care what anybody likes, you weirdo? You get upset if somebody likes something that you don't like. Blowjob do like videos, redheads? ew. Why do you like blowjobs? Ew. Do you understand? No, I that don't for understand blowjob videos. Do you understand that for most men, blowjobs are like the uh, epitome of pleasure? I know, but
1: blowjob videos. That's just they weird. They like it.
0: Why is that? Why is that that's weird? Why like is it seventy percent cock usually? Why is that weird when you're watching guys fuck? Do you only like concentrate on the woman? Like focus no, on I like seeing
1: the girl definitely get fucked, but like with a blowjob video, it's all about this, like looking around it and cleaning it, and it's no, not really. It's all about
0: pretending it's your dick, stupid. You got a <laughs> yeah, shitty way of looking at it. Either way, that's not you fucking that girl either. Do you, do you see him whimpering? No, that's not you. I don't know. It's weird. Do you see him just three strokes and out of breath? Then that's not you. You know that's not you. It's like watching a guy have a girl fingers his Why watch his guys fuck at all? Why watch guys fuck at all? Why not just all watch only lesbian porno? and say, imagine if that was waiting for me on a planet somewhere, and I was the only man, and they would all be mine, and they would fight over me. While she's using the plastic, Look, just waiting, waiting for you to land on your little raft. Isn't that like a, what is that, what do you got there? Like, you got a dick.
1: Is. Look, it's brass knuckles on one side, and then a dildo on the other one.
0: What, what is the so, brass knuckles made out of, because, plastic? Huh? Yeah. So there's two different types of plastic. There's a softer plastic that goes oh, in the it's, box. it's pretty hard, actually.
1: Is it? Yeah, uh, but I mean, it's not. It's hard rubber. But then you you like just fuck her pussy. Well, where'd it, like, you, you get this from? It, put it in there. I bought it.
0: Where? I'm not
1: saying my. In
0: Japan. No. <laughs> so um, you're you're gonna use that I, on uh, no, but you had Mrs. two girls. You,
1: no, you have two girls do it for you.
0: Oh, and you stick it up your ass. And Is that what you're saying? No, no. You just you want to suck it, or what do you want to do?
1: No, you just you know slap them in the face with you your dick get while they're doing it.
0: Oh, okay. So you you slap them in the face with your dick while you pretend you're fucking them with a giant. No, black they're dick. fucking
1: each other with that.
0: Oh, okay. That seems silly. It seems like you're missing the point of sex. You're letting some big rubber dick. <laughs> take over your turf the rubber dick is getting laid and you're just slapping girls in the face with your cock that's ridiculous the best thing is to get laid brian and you've given that to a plastic dick you've like yeah well i know that it can never be as good as that so just let her use the fake dick and i'll just get my pleasure off on her face is that what it is
1: no no I just get them all worked up until they need a real dick.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. So It's with, with like giant, all about foreplay. That giant fake dick just gets them worked up? Yeah, no, it gets them the, thinking about, man, there's a dick out there that's as big as this. I need to find that dick. It becomes like Indiana Jones and the lost dick. When a woman find out that it's possible that that giant dildo could be on a man, she's like, maybe I could love him. Maybe it's like my dream man. I don't even know. I'm just wasting my time with this average dick loser. Or
1: it makes it easier for them to have a baby and they appreciate you fucking them with that and stretching it out for them.
0: Hmm. I don't think so. I don't think any girl looks at it like that. I think she wishes it was a real dick. That's what she thinks. She wishes. God damn it. It's probably just some genetic thing inside their body that must feel so much better when the dick is just gigantic. That's why people have to say shit like size doesn't matter. That's ridiculous. Of course it matters. How could you say that? It's so foolish. Well, I think so foolish <coughs> to foolish to say. Well, it's something that creates more frictions, larger. It wouldn't be better.
1: Well, I, I do say that there is something to a certain point. I don't think there's much of a difference. Especially like if, like if, if, if it's fat and to a certain point, I think it hits the, a certain spot that even if it's larger, it doesn't need to be larger. Especially I don't think girl girls want it the butt. deeper.
0: Some girls do. You're, you're crazy. I, I, I don't think not, girls want it deeper. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's not even an option. No, no. I
1: mean, like, like if it's like, Pink like, picks. hey, do you want s- eight inches or do you want? five? Fourteen. I think they would rather right. say eight inches.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. There's a certain p- point where it starts right. hurting. Yeah, yeah. And Any then there's, yeah, there's some girls that don't enjoy having sex with guys because they're just slamming into their cervix. Yeah. So the end, they're like trying to stretch out their fucking their drum at the end. Bong the meat drum at the end, they're just slamming into it. That's why you have cock rings, in, you know. That's like washers for the girl's asshole, so
1: it stops you at a certain point, like a door stop. So yeah. you, you won't hurt the per- girl, your lover. It's you got to find how
0: many rings you need. Good move cock ring stoppers yeah cock ring washers. Stop. Like but washers. then that part of your dick would always be sad huh like that part of your dick would always be sad like what about us What squirts why juice still head? in there yeah the, the whole dick wants in on the action and the pr- apparently the deepest part of your dick is oftentimes the most sensitive which is why it's camped out next to your balls it's like super sensitive just like your balls that's why it feels so good to go all the way in there and what it is is this mother nature trying to set you up so that you definitely have kids Mother Nature trying to pitch the sperm as close to the eggs as possible, knowing that these Rambo spermatozoas have a five-day lifespan if they're, the, like, the best Navy SEAL-type hold-their-breath sperm ever. That's crazy about five days because sometimes
1: yeah. I'll be like, all right, baby, since you're on your period, I'm going to come in you, you yeah. know? And then you're like, wait, she, in five days, she might be off her period and there might still be coming her if she, she doesn't scoop ovulated. it up. <gasps>
0: Yeah, that's why the, the rhythm method is very tricky yeah. when you're shooting a load inside a chick because you're pretty yeah. sure she's not ovulating. Ooh, that's tricky, son. Yeah. That's why Irish people have so many kids. It's a lot of it, the rhythm method. Those are for real, Irish Catholic. You know, we, in Catholics, Catholics aren't supposed to use birth control. Birth right. control's not good. Huh. Yeah, isn't that funny? It's hilarious. I mean, think about all these overpopulated places in Latin America, Mexico, Catholics. You know, they don't want to be using birth control. It's pretty ridiculous. That's it a bunch is. of hater bullshit. Stopping a guy from using a condom? How dare you? Like, it, like if you
1: come on something and then a girl sits on it, are you responsible for that child?
0: It's a good question. I bet you are. I bet if you came on a table and she scooped it up and stuffed it in her snatch, I bet she could probably say, you know, hey, you know, this is what he wanted. This fantasy was for me to get pregnant by stealing his sperm. That seems as crazy that you have to have responsibility for a liquid. Well, it's crazy that you have to have responsibility for a chemical process that results in a life. Yeah. When, if you, if someone stole your sperm.
1: Right. Yeah. Or if you just, like, you know, like, cummed on a bed and then you had a friend over and right. she took off her clothes. Clearly, it wasn't
0: your intention to get a girl pregnant. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't be responsible. But no. then you would have to have, like, a transcript for the night to prove yeah. that you didn't actually just come inside of her and just go, I
1: came on the bed. Yeah, but that should be proved either way, you know?
0: How's that?
1: Meaning, like, if you're going to say that you had sex, you have to have proof for that. Also, instead of having well, most of the time
0: when people have sperm in them, it's because they had sex. Brian, yeah, I know. But seems to be the thing that you shouldn't have to prove in court. Though you think you would have to prove it either way. Well, that doesn't seem (laughs) fair to the girl. How's she going to prove that? Then girls just start setting up cameras, hidden cameras. How would guys
1: uh, prove that she just sat on your cum that was on your bed? That's well, you
0: would have to have a video. You ejaculating on the bed, and then like some hidden camera. We should have, be able to record us having sex then for the same reason. Well, imagine if it comes down to that. Imagine it comes down to every time you have sex, you have to record it just so everybody knows that no rape crimes took place, right. nothing creepy took place. So the government would have just like a massive database of people fucking. Just make sure. Look, we had some behind closed doors rapes going on and we had to stop them because of like 10 rapes in a city. Everybody has to get their self-filmed while they fuck. <laughs> if for educational imagine? purposes, you're allowed to view yeah. it. And could you imagine if you had one of those clips on that you wear, you know, that fit clip thing that you wear? Oh, yeah. Imagine if it's like, you know, your, your heart rate gets jacked up to like 160 beats per minute. They're like, okay, Mr. Reichel, are you having sex or are you at the gym? Please respond. <laughs> like, you got to make sure you're not fucking, dude. Because if you're not fucking, no one can watch. How come, how come you're fucking in the dark? Right. You're supposed to be in front of your camera now, sir. Your fit clip says that your heart rate is elevated. That's funny. Yeah. Every, all the fucking you do, you can never rape anybody in a closet. No, 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 no. That's, that's going to be the next thing. There's going to be a way to monitor your state of consciousness, your heart rate, your, your, your blood sugar levels, all that shit. You're going to be able to monitor it constantly on a person's body. Just makes sense. Like some sort of an implant. Some implant will just read the various variables in your body and then interface with some sort of a computer. You walk in front of something, it'll scan it, and it'll just read back the information. You think about how small computers are now compared to how big they were when NASA launched the Apollo missions and then think of how small they're going to be in the future. They're going to be injectable. You're going to have a computer that you're going to inject into your fucking ass. Just a little, like a hard, like it would be like a tiny, tiny already in your ass. half-sized grain of rice. Half a grain of rice. It's
1: already been put in your ass. You think so?
0: Yeah, doctors have been paid to give it to you. That's what people think who believe in aliens. You know who believes in aliens? Mm. Edgar Mitchell, former astronaut, guy who walked on the moon. He believes in aliens. some big fucking press conference. I think Not a press conference, but an interview. He did an interview where he was saying that uh, he, um, he knows that the government has access to information and that he can prove... at least he believes to the best of his knowledge that the government has uh, received transmissions from aliens been in communication with them they know that they're watching us they know that they're hovering around earth it was kind of interesting watching this guy with his fucking dog it's like his dog sitting in his lap it's kind of cute his little terrier and he's talking about he's talking about UFOs and all these different things that the government knows exist and you're like whoa is this guy lost his marbles or is he telling the truth? And he's like, I don't give a fuck anymore. I got my dog here. I'm 80 fucking years old. I'm just going to tell people and no one's probably going to believe me, but Hey, whatever, you know, what yeah. do you think?
1: There was a uh, really cool dog breed that's in Japan. I've been researching a lot now because it's, I, I, you only really see it in Japan, but I saw one on the street and it looks so weird. It looks like a Fox mixed with a cat. And it was uh, bred to hunt uh, bears by the the Japanese. What's it called? I think it's called Shibu
0: Imu or something like that. Shibu, hold on. Oh, you know that's uh, one of my dogs. One of my dogs is half Shibu Ino. Oh, really? Yeah. He's got a little bit of cunt in him. He's a nice. He's a sweetheart, but he's 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 confused. He's a sweetheart, but he's confused because he's half bulldog, half Shibu Ino, so he doesn't know what the hell he is. He doesn't know whether to be lazy or to whether be like a little cunty. Yeah. He's a sweetheart though. Like he's really like really nice like it's as far as like when you come up to me always wants to be a pet and he's a, he's a nice dog but he gets a little snappy with people
1: yeah i guess the the breed is kind of like very protective of just yeah. the family but also like you know they're just like, like complete assholes but it, it's it's weird, really weird facial expressions like yeah this chick uh that was walking the dog in japan she was like about to turn this corner and the dog wouldn't go just stopped and looked at her with this face like hey I need to go take a shit over there. And immediately he, she was like, oh, oh I'm sorry. And she said, yeah. sorry. And then we like went to the grass and she, he took a shit, but it was weird. The face Well, was problematic so Problematic
0: was dogs are the dogs that are uh, usually the smartest. Yeah. You know, the, the, the smartest dogs, the dogs go, Hey, 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 we've got a problem here. You know, like German shepherds and shit, wolves, those dogs, those are smart as fuck, man. And they're the ones that a lot of times cause problems. They escape a lot, you know, it's because they get bored.
1: What's that breed of dog? Uh, my friend, uh, Pete has this dog, uh, the one where the there's a, a thing down its back that grows the the opposite direction. The hair grows the opposite. Rhodesian Ridgeback. Yeah. yeah, he has a Ridgeback, and man, that thing's intimidating to be around. That's, Is it really? That's a solid dog. Like I'm more scared of that dog than I am Pipple.
0: Wow, that's it, crazy! It's, Why? I don't know. Just some around it. Like it looks like it's it could. It, it looks like a That's uh, ridiculous. Uh, check your email real quick. I sent you that Edgar Mitchell video. Oh, they're they're more of a slender dog, man. Yeah, uh, but, Rhodesian but Ridgebacks it's are not all muscle. Yeah, they're very very athletic, like guard dog
1: style. Yeah, like scary guard dog.
0: The scariest dogs are the big ones. Those those are the ones that can kill you.
1: That th- it's
0: huge. You know, it's it's uh, hunts lions. They're Rhodesian the, Ridgebacks are not that big. This thing's humongous. Well, let's let's look up because I'm pretty sure they only get to be about eighty or ninety pounds. This thing
1: stood was taller
0: than me standing up.
1: What? It was
0: like Marmaduke
1: uh How high
0: muscles, you?
1: a muscular Marmaduke. That's what it reminded me of. <laughs> like like a dog that would be in the mo- video game Russian Attack. Really? Yeah.
0: That big? No, dude, they're kind of a slender dog. I'm looking at them right now, man. I think you're confusing this with something. I think we're we're communicating about different dogs.
1: This is the one that has a a line that goes down its back that goes yeah. a different direction. A ridge back.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. there's I guess there's one that's in here that looks kind of muscular, but they seem very thin. I'm just, I'm trying to figure out how big they get. Uh, does it appearance? Here we go.
1: They call him li- the lion hunter.
0: Mm, Seventy pounds, bro oh okay no 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 weigh about 80 males weigh about 85 pounds should be 20, 20, 20, 20, 20. many are much larger Ridgebacks are typical muscular okay so I guess even though some of them are like 85 pounds they're saying some of them get way bigger check this out so I would imagine if you ran into a 100 pounder yeah that'd be a big fucking check, dog check this out this is oh, cool. that's a Rhodesian Ridgeback amazing dogs to walk the face of the earth
1: also known as the African lion dog, the Rhodesian Ridgeback is a large muscular dog bred in southern Africa to hunt lions. Whoa. You
0: know that term, keeping a lion at bay? Well, that came from the Rhodesian Ridgeback.
1: The breed was created by Hottentots, an indigenous people of South Africa, and early German and Dutch settlers. They combined imported Mastiffs, Great Danes, Greyhounds, Bloodhounds, Terriers and other breeds with the Hottentot dog, a semi-wild tribal guarding
0: and hunting dog to create the Rhodesian Ridgeback. Imagine the type of personality it takes to run after a seven 800 pound cat and and chase it up a tree and that's the rhodesian ridgeback
1: the most unique and defining characteristic of the rhodesian ridgeback is his ridge he can thank the wild hottentot dog for that
2: it's basically hair going in the opposite direction of the hair that grows down the rest of their body.
0: The ridge should be clearly defined. It looks symmetrical, like the like a, a, a fucking the length vampire of the dog. dog's back. Do you remember you when we ran into cow? that girl who yeah. works with the UFC who has a dog like my dog only 50 fucking pounds bigger? Yeah, that 200-pound mastiff? Yeah. Holy shit. That was wanna, ridiculous. That dog was so ridiculous and really sweet. Mm-hmm. Like they they're really sweet gentle dogs. But like when I like touched the dog she wanted me to take a picture with him. I put my arm around him and I was like next to him and he would like move a little like bump into me and I'd be like, "Oh Jesus, like you're standing you're standing next to a giant animal. It's really big. It's bigger than me and it's a dog. And it's this enormous fucking head on him. Oh my god, that thing was ridiculous. 200 pounds. And she flies it. It goes in a plane. Wow, It goes in the cargo hold somehow or another with this giant box it stays in. That's so
1: rude to fly with animals, I think. The dog didn 't seem to give a fuck.
0: I think she did it so often. He was just used to it. Have you ever been around somebody that their ears popped during a flight? Yeah it's so gross.: Well, you know what else else happens if you have any sort of a sinus infection? it's unbelievably painful in your ears when you get to <sighs> high altitude. God, when you're imagine. coming down, when you're coming down somehow or another, that's when your ears start popping, and it's in excruciating fucking pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah Sinus pain that, that deep ear Sinus pain When you're all Your whole inside Is clogged and infected Woo mm-hmm. That's not good on a plane Planes are fucking freaky dude What's gonna be next though Is there gonna be like are they ever gonna be A Concorde again are They are ever gonna go With sup- supersonic travel Or is it just too dangerous I don't know I just don't like Flying over the ocean I don't When you go that anymore. fast Can birds even get out of your way Do they even have time yeah. To get out of your way No So if you slam into birds Is that a wrap Yeah Yeah, right. If you're like taking off off the fucking LAX and you're in a Concorde and you're launching through the fucking air and you hit like supersonic speeds, bird that bird is dead as fuck, right? Yep. And you probably have to take off really fast with those things too. It's not like you have the option to take off slow. Right. And once the coast is clear, then you rock it. Do you?
1: No, I think you have to take off fast at the beginning. That thing looks
0: amazing, though. Have you ever watched some of the footage of the Concorde? Yeah. Have you ever watched it? Yeah. It's incredible. Pull up video of the Concorde so we can see what it looks like. Not a Concorde exploding, though. That shit's depressing. Oh. That's what happened. A bunch of them exploded. Why? Well, one of them hit a tire that another uh, plane had left behind on the runway. So as it was accelerating, it hit a tire, and the tire kicked up and slammed into uh, the plane and and caused it to be on fire as they were uh, in the air. Look at that fucking thing, man. That's what a lot of people thought. I think they came out in the 80s. Is that correct? Uh,
1: I think so, yeah.
0: Let me, let me see.
1: Concord Pretty too. sure.
0: I don't... Concord's creepy. But they, they did them for a little while, and then it got to a point where, you know... Too many people, or it, they were malfunctioning too much. Well, right? the last one, I think <clears> was really expensive to do, and the last one killed a lot of rich motherfuckers. They did it for 27 years. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, so the first flight was in 1969. That's amazing. They were going supersonic speeds in 69. That is incredible. Here's the, here's Here the air. it goes. It's on the runway right now. It looks so badass, too. Apparently, they're loud as fuck, too, and they take off. Right now, it's just rolling building up speed. This looks totally like a regular plane right here.
1: Yeah. Isn't it the nose? it's, yeah,
0: it's down. It's pointed yeah, down. It's
1: so weird. I hope this is not right, blowing up.
0: up. No, it's not blowing up because the other one blew up as it was in the air. Like, right when it took off, oh, started of blowing up. I thought it was about to hit that. One. Oh, <laughs> could you imagine if it hit that? <laughs> it looks so sick, though. Look at the shape of it. God damn, I would have liked to have flown in one of those. Richard Branson, I know you're out there. Figure out a way. Just make a better one. Yeah, see if you find one actually taking off, though. That one was boring as fuck. I want to see a Concorde going fast. Say, Concorde, go fast. Concorde,
1: go fast. Button. Stop going <laughs> Well
0: received. Breakdown, engine. breakdown engine two. We don't see this Brian. It's burning badly. Oh. oh shit. Enterprise. Bring Enterprise. that back to the beginning so everybody can see that. Oh Jesus Christ. Indicator. Well Watch this. It engine takes off. And as it takes off it hits something. It's burning badly. Oh uh. my god. It's scary. Enterprise. Oh Morning, my The airspeed indicator. The airspeed indicator. Why does it sound so indicator? fake? That is fake. You
2: are on the
0: way up. Oh my
1: You have strong planes behind you. What the fuck is this?
0: <laughs> oh. How can they, you know, when that happens, I mean, there's no way to stop it. of a Yes, we well received the gear, No. Can you turn around? You know, they're, they're so not mobile
1: yeah. What the fuck are we this is I don't know. It's a weird
0: sort of a reenactment. Someone's doing, like, post-fight commentary. This one's $2 million. Oh, God. That's fucked up. So apparently a lot of rich people died on that, dude, because the, the tickets were stupid expensive. But That's I guess crazy. you could get to Europe in, like, two hours. Wow, that'd be weird. I don't,
1: I don't mind flying when 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 it like it's nicer that the planes that go overseas seem to be a little bit bigger because yeah, I, yeah. I couldn't imagine being like on a Southwest flight or not a Southwest flight but one of those Delta flights or whatever where it's like super tight. Yeah, for there's like twelve hours. There's
0: planes that are just rude. There's yeah. sometimes when they they pack people in there, you're like, this is just rude. This is like human cattle. Yeah, that's not inhumane even slightly. Inhumane. almost. Yeah. yeah, but I mean that's the what people will be they're they're willing to pay. You know, to be transported, they're willing to be uncomfortable as long as they don't have to pay a ridiculous amount of money. And when you think about it that way, then it becomes really reasonable. Because if you can pay a couple hundred bucks and fly across the country, which you can if you get a good deal, that's amazing. Someone's going to take you and bring you across the whole country in like a few hours in a day, and it's going to cost you a few hundred bucks. Just pay the man. Be uncomfortable for a few hours. Jesus Christ. It's worth it in that sense. Because otherwise, I'm not starting a fucking pilot airplane business. Are you? You're not starting a pilot airplane business. Who's going to fly people? Who's gonna, how are we going to get there? We're not going to get there? What if there was no airlines? Is the government going to run the airlines? Yeah, good fucking luck. It'll be even more fucked up. It'll be terrible. A bunch of government workers flying into the ocean, <laughs> crashing shit. You know, it's, it's, um, you, you better hope the fucking airlines stay in business. Pay your money. Be uncomfortable. Deal with it. Because I don't think they're making much money. It seems like they're hurting. You know, it wouldn't be a good time to start up an airplane business. No, nah, not at all. Right? Air travel's tough. And flights are expensive because oil is fucking expensive. So jet fuel's expensive as fuck. You know how much money it must cost to fly a plane across the ocean? How much money is that in gas? It must be a stupid amount of money. I would think so. I mean, it's so fucking big, but I don't know. It's incredible that people were doing that in the 60s, though. Yeah. The 60s. Those stupid fucks didn't have access to anything but books. <laughs> there was no phones. If you weren't talking to anybody, if you weren't right in front of them, or you get them on a landline. You know, there was no cell phones. No one was just driving around calling people, no matter where you are, and looking up facts on Google. No, but yet they were flying all over the country they were but going all over the world, you know.
1: I wonder if we're going to see like an alternative power source that's strong enough to be able to fly planes without fuel, you know, where you're almost like on a glider or an electric car of an airplane,
0: you know what I mean? Well, like if the the idea is that if Tesla's inventions had ever come to fruition, one of them being wireless electricity. Right. That that could have been like shooting electricity a reality. up in the airplane. Yeah, we could have d- developed <laughs> some sort of uh I don't understand it, so I can't even comment on how they would do it. I don't know how you broadcast electricity, but the idea was that he would do it almost like you'd be able to pull it out of the air like a radio signal. That'd be cool. Yeah, I guess. Or it would be terrible because then air flight would never work because people would be fucking exploding in your plane because <laughs> you're running into an electrical circuit, like right when some kid's shutting off his light bulb or something. The electrical circuit sends a, a short up the wire and, and you know, up to the, through the air, the electricity in the air, and it zaps your plane. Who knows? Obviously, that's not how electricity works. But with any sort of a breakthrough discovery, like, you know, air, electricity, you're going to have some some little problems, right? Especially now that Tesla's dead. If they tried using his information without his brain, you know? How many people are, are capable of, like, bringing Tesla's inventions to fruition, even today? I don't know. I keep on thinking about the band Tesla, and it just makes me <laughs> mad. <clears throat> isn't it funny? The band tesla they they, they were kind of lame, and they hijacked one of the greatest yeah, minds egos. in history. Ego check, took somebody way too cool for yourself. Yeah, you that's kind of like, silly. I'm Abe Lincoln. I guess they were fans of his. That's why they did it. But you know what? Hmm. I'm a fan of his too. I don't call yeah. myself Tesla. I know who isn't. <laughs> Come up with your own band name, man. You hijacked that dude's legacy. That's like
1: almost like saying I'm Godzilla, you know, or I'm something like that. Godzilla you know, the like band,
0: yeah. Dude, your phone's going off, Kitty Cat again. Oh, why? It's why don't you stop us that we are
1: oh, way over three hours. <laughs> no, we're not. Well, I mean, the two podcasts. Oh,
0: okay. if you put them together. Yeah. Yeah. But we're not doing that, are we? I was going That's to part one and part two. Okay. Oh, you want to put them together? I was trying just, to. Let's let's get crazy, bro. Let's get crazy. Okay. Well, how long was the first one? Uh, I think like an hour. We do it just like they do it. That's how like regular people do podcasts. Mm. If you look at like the regular podcasts, most podcasts are an hour. True. We're the only ones to wander on. True. For hours and hours. But the problem with us is sometimes we get to a spot, we don't know when to fucking end. That's right. They know how to end. They know. It's time to bring this baby around. They know. They know how to end. We don't know how to end, Brian. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we're lost in a world of not ending. Imagine if you had your own Concorde. Party, I don't want my own Concorde. Party Concord. in space. Because they essentially reach space. They're like right at the edge of space. Like a little higher, and they're at space. Because I think they fly like way higher than a regular jet. Would well, you ever get on a hot air balloon? No, not interested. I am terrified of that. You should be. Fuck that. Yeah, hot air balloons are fucked up, man. That's a that's a that's a tough thing to control. Yeah, you know, I don't think that's like. I wonder how many people die every year in hot air balloon accidents. Mm-hmm. But it happens. Sometimes the balloons catch on fire. Oh shit! Yeah,
1: I think just the feeling of standing in a basket too, and feeling like the wicker underneath your feet.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to find altitude here. Let me see something else. Search this. Uh, dead air. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't say what their altitude is. I'm trying to find out how, how high these things went. <coughs> so oh, here it is. Oh, my God. You ready for this? Yeah. A regular plane is like, what, 30,000 feet, occasionally 34,000 feet, something like that, right? Occasionally the, do- the pilot will come on and say, we've reached 35,000 feet, our cruising level. Cruising altitude. Concorde's maximum cruising altitude was 60,000 feet. Dude, what the fuck? 60,000? 60, 60,000 feet. Subsonic airliners typically cruise below 40,000 feet. Above 50,000 feet, the lack of air pressure would give a time of useful consciousness. In even a conditioned athlete of no more than five to ten seconds, isn't that nuts? Hmm. so apparently you can do it only because uh, uh, that's incredible uh, is it because the uh, the pl- the way the plane is built Concorde's altitude, the air density is very low. A breach of cabin integrity would result in a loss of pressure severe enough so that plastic emergency oxygen masks installed on other passenger jets would not be effective and passengers would quickly suffer from hypoxia despite quickly donning the masks. Concorde was equipped with smaller windows to reduce the rate of loss in the event of a breach. Wow. A reserve air supply system to augment cabin pressure and a rapid descent procedure to bring the aircraft to a safe altitude. Holy shit, it just dives down. Oh my god, that must be horrifying. Could you imagine if your shit breached and you just felt the plane point down at the earth and just rah, just straight down? Oh my god. Wow. So they stopped um, flying, I guess, in the 80s. Or in, uh, excuse me, 2003. That's amazing, man. That must have been a fun fucking thing to do. I mean, you're 60,000 feet up. I think it's dark out, even when it's daytime. I think you're in space. You know, I think at 60,000 feet, you're like, you're really close to space. You know, like it doesn't, the sky doesn't look like the blue sky that you see in a normal jet when you're just floating above the clouds. You know that beautiful feeling when you're in a jet, you look out the window and it's just smooth sailing, and you're above the clouds. Like, wow, that's so peaceful and beautiful. I guess you're way above that shit. You're where it becomes dark. Right. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool to see, though.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It'd be awesome, man. It'd be awesome if we all had fighter jets too. I mean, you know, I I just do that bit about being in an F A eighteen. What is this thing, man? Mm-hmm. We got
1: trouble. Oh. No. Hot air balloon accident. Oh no. The balloon, check out that picture there. You can see it was ripped open. It fell to the ground from about 500 feet.
0: Oh my Three God. people
1: suffered only minor injuries, amazingly. What? The paraglider had non-life-threatening head and spinal injuries. That's oh,
0: crazy. Snap, son. That's not good. Hey, let's wrap this thing up, Brian, Reichel. This weekend, the Berea Improv will be doing it with uh, Ari Shafir and Duncan Trussell. And this will be the first time that Duncan is performing with Ari in quite a while. I think it's going to be fascinating, especially considering, well, whatever. <laughs> anyway, we're going to have a good time. <laughs> Bray Improv, most likely it's going to sell out. I got, yes, yes, I am doing a lot of new shit. Yes, I have a lot of the, uh, I'm I'm performing, I'm getting ready rather, tightening up my shit for April 20th. Because it looks like April 20th in Atlanta is when I'm going to shoot my next special. i got to get going. I've had... The same material that I've been looking to put down on DVD for a long time now. It's been like, I think, two years since my last recording. So I got a lot of shit. I got to get it out there. And then Start Fresh, which is terrifying. Uh, but we'll be doing a lot of those Start Fresh shows here at the uh, Pasadena Ice House because it's such an intimate environment. It's great for coming up with new shit. So that's my, that's my mission right now. I'm on a mission. My mission is to get out this special and then come up with a whole new hour in a couple of months. So I'll do a, I'm going to do a lot of shows after April in may june july before so <clears throat> i'll have like a few months before the special comes out when it you know gets edited and all that shit and in this in the months before i'm gonna have to come up with a whole new hour so that should be fascinating so i'll be doing a lot of shows um and um that's it thanks to uh the fleshlight for sponsoring the program thanks to um them you can buy a flashlight at a discount if you go to JoeRogan.net you know the no fucking deal click the link enter in the code name Rogan and blah 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 15% off blah 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 we're also sponsored, sponsored by Onnit Onnit.com what is Onnit Joe Rogan Wait, Onnit is Onnit is God's company my friend we're here for you what Brian pay attention what are you doing holding your pipe up is that the photo that everybody's seeing mm-hmm. that no. silly fucking pipe no. I'll kill you no you can see what I'm you're I saying. love you Light it saying. up. You know you want to. It's ceramic infused. You don't have to worry anymore. Um, thank you to C2O Coconut Water too. They just sent me a bunch of uh, fucking badass coconut water. It's the most delicious. It's from Thailand. They're not even paying me. Um, thank you to com. They are. Go to Onnit dot com o n n i t and uh, check out all the different supplements alpha brain shroom tech sport shroom tech immune uh new mood all good stuff all explained at on all stuff that i endorse and i use all right tomorrow the powerful greg fitzsimmons will be joining us greg Yay. is uh greg is my buddy from uh literally like we started out like within the first within the same month of each other. I think we're like maybe a week or two apart from each other. So we've known each other a long time. We got a lot of fun, crazy stories. He's hilarious. He's a, a great dude and uh, he'll be here tomorrow. So uh, that's it. we got a lot of shit coming up. Honey, honey has going to do the podcast next week as is Sam Harris. Holla at ya boy. So I'll see you dirty freak soon. Thank you for tuning in as always. Uh, we appreciate you very much. And uh, this podcast you know a lot of people come up to us and talk to us on twitter and say that you know this is a huge part of your life now and it's it's so much fun and you grow from it and you learn things from it we do too you know forcing myself to do something like this and doing it so often exposing myself to all these cool conversations with all these cool people i am benefiting just as much as you are and i appreciate you guys to no end it is the coolest thing in the world to work at a place and then have the wait staff and everyone say, man, your fans are so nice. And I hear it all the time. And I just want you guys to know that I appreciate that more than anything. I'm proud of that more than anything. I think it's the coolest fucking thing in the world. And I think if you put something out there, it's like it's proof positive. Be a cool person. Be a nice person. Try to, at best times, always, at all, at every turn, try to be As cool about something as you can No one's perfect, we're all gonna fuck up But if you go through life With that sort of a motto Don't be a cunt, try to keep moving forward Get your shit together Be nice to people How hard is that? It's something hard, right Brian? Have a good time, this shit is temporary It's not gonna last You gotta wake the fuck up and realize The time to enjoy this fucking thing For the mad lunacy Of what it really is, the time is right now Enjoy this fucking thing Enjoy the shit out of it. Cut out those people in your life that you're not enjoying. Negative people, vampires. Cut them out. Cut, cut out all the bullshit that's holding you down. Scam and scheme and plot a way to get out of your job. Do it all legally. Don't get me wrong. Find out a way to do what you really want to do. You can. This fucking is getting way too. I'm um, now. I'm like now. I'm a motivational speaker. I've gotten an Anthony Robbins on everybody. Look, I'm just loving y'all, and I'm just. Uh, I'm a little emotional because of jet lag. And um, that's it. It's the end. We're ending sloppy. That's it's a good, good example to set. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Thank you very much. Hey, stop that,
2: Brian.